1: Was in
2: and don't forget about Steven. His ass is from Boston. Welcome to Coffee and Hardcore. What are you looking at, butthead?
1: Yo, Mick. What? Yo, Steven. I'm not dead. This
3: <laughs> <laughs> This yeah. is the Coffee and Hardcore podcast, season three, episode one one. That means eleven
4: this yes, season
3: is. we are thankful for Uncle Polly's rants and Stephen in fact is not dead <laughs> <laughs> happy to furky y'all happy which, Thanksgiving what go ahead what, what No. what which uncle Polly do we have on the show yeah that's a good question because no one knows unless they see the <laughs> <laughs> unless they see the freaking header uh, right. Uncle Polly from sure Terror.
5: that's right. We got Uncle right. Paulie
3: on. <laughs> Anyways, Happy Tofurkey, Happy Thanksgiving. We've got an episode for you, do we not,
5: fellas? Yes, we do. So this is a very good episode. I'm I I'm excited to drop this one. There's uh, a bunch of get off my lawn moments. There's a- <laughs> yes. <laughs> there's some coffee reviews. There's there's some album reviews. There's. All kinds of tomfoolery. Yes. It's a good one. It's a good one.
3: And Steven, yeah, Steven's not dead.
1: I'm not he's dead. Not. He's, he's here again. Yep, I'm still, I'm back and I'm bringing the shenanigans. So we got some good stuff. I feel I mean, like we haven't seen
5: each other for
3: a while. No, the right? bastards don't write back in the hockey group text. <laughs> I'm starting to get a little irritated. <laughs> who, who the hell else am I going to talk about hockey? <laughs> he I said it to my grandmama
5: the funniest thing is dude sometimes you sense it's like 12 30 and, and <laughs> where i'm at i'm like dude i like, got my sleep what are you doing
3: i committed to <laughs> hockey
5: <laughs> the other listen i'm dying because the other night it was the the ducks and wings game uh. i fell asleep it's like one o'clock in the morning i get up to go to the bathroom and i i Flip my phone on, and like I got text from you, or and and then I'm looking at the score, and they're freaking still playing. It's like one o'clock. In the room. Like who can stay up that late and watch that on the East Coast? I'm like, what the hell, dude. uh Amazing
4: Well, enough.
3: I I worked till midnight that night, and then I no, tell you 11:30, and then I got home, and there I finished the game because they tie. Oh, the freaking Ducks tie. They right, when it's just good. Hold on for 35 freaking <laughs> seconds. And freaking they score and then they tie the game and I'm like, okay, well, at least the wings, you know, whatever they got, a, they got a point out of that. So it goes in overtime. I'm like, they got to win in overtime, but no, they put freaking Zegris in and Zegris does all his <laughs> fancy stuff and scores. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I just, I stayed up till 1230 watching this,
1: watching my team lose. Yeah, see, I don't. I don't have that problem because by ten o'clock the Bruins have already won, so I can just go to bed. Uh, you know? You're right. You're right. <laughs> you know I've watched every single Bruins game so far except for one. Yeah, the, it it's um amazing start to the season if you you're a Bruins fan. Can't be better. It couldn't be better. <laughs> well, I've, dude, couldn't I was be better. So, I was so nervous with the the coaching change. I'm not gonna lie, because you know the the coach we had was very good. And I was like, uh, are these guys going to play for this guy or is it going to be just a, a, you know, next, next thing and the, the whole team fall apart. But wow, like, look at what yeah. they've done. It's crazy. Wow. It's so crazy. crazy. I'm so, crazy. I'm so
3: happy for you, man. Yeah. Seriously. Great stuff. Like I, I root for, I'm, I'm also a semi Bruins fan. Like I root for the Bruins. I root for the Flyers, uh, you know, but the wings are my team, but I'm super, super, super happy for you. That's amazing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Bruin. But, Bruins, Bruins beat the Flyers tonight, too, just so you guys know. Oh, they did? <laughs> or, they, or they they, did beat them? Yeah, it's after 10. They already won. Oh,
3: man, that's two teams won. I didn't watch now. <laughs> the wings don't start for another 20 minutes, because right. they're playing uh California team. Oh. Which, that's the problem, is freaking California is like three hours right. behind. Yeah. yeah, so anyways, um, back to Hardcore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Steven, well, we got some coffee that you wanted us to do. What did you choose there?
1: Up the pups too.
3: Oh you yeah. may know. from yeah. from
1: where? Oak and Crow. That's right.
3: Crocodile. And we also Croak and Oak. We also <laughs> yeah. have Jacob of Oak and Crow on yeah. to retort about Uncle Polly. And man, it's like the sweetest best retort you could ever <laughs> ask for. <laughs>
1: like no one will be disappointed
3: at all. Not it at just
1: all. gets in there and I can't. Ah, I can't believe he. I can't believe he says some of the stuff he says. I know,
5: dude. It's like I bleep him out a lot. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's crazy. We
5: normally don't bleep people out. Cut
3: segments, even like hours. (laughs) He was all on it. Oh, Uh, but anyways. um, (laughs) So lastly, here we uh, we have the band Squint from St. Louis. From they're from St. Louis, right? Yes, they're from St. Louis. Yeah. Yeah, from St. Louis on next month for the holiday episode their new album actually drops tomorrow but it'll be out for a couple weeks when this airs so we got to feature the song treading water but i guess technically it'll already be out so it's not really featured but us for us three it was right we got it early Oh yeah 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 Yeah, we got it early early. but uh whoops anyways you know what let's uh let's drop uh treading water now from squint if you will their mix
1: Here we go. We got coffee time.
3: Coffee, Uh, coffee, uh, coffee, coffee, coffee.
1: (laughs) I'm going to bring this one, bring this one up. Uh, You may have heard it on here a couple of times, but it's, it's definitely well worth it. Um, Oak and crows up the pups to coffee, which my man Wiley has been working hard on. Um,
4: Yes. Color me
1: slapped. Dude. He did an amazing (laughs) job with it. Um, Grab some of this coffee. You can, you can get it for Christmas. Uh, The holidays are coming, you know, it's it's a it's a great coffee. Hey, don't skip over Thanksgiving. This is our Thanksgiving episode. Listen, people right. skip holidays all the time. I'm going straight to Christmas. All right? That's true. <laughs> Putting a <the> tree <laughs> up, dude. We got a tree already. We already we already past Thanksgiving. No, it's gonna be dead before Christmas. <laughs> Come on, plastic, guys. It's, baby. We don't all we don't do plastic. real trees. Yeah, we don't we don't do it's real tin foil. One hundred percent tin foil. Um. So yeah, it's it's great coffee for a great cause. Five bucks for every Are we talking bag. about again? Oh, up the pups. Holy cow. Up the pups. Open clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Five bucks every bag goes to the uh, rescue shelter, which is in New York, right, Wiley? Correct. Correct. For our friends, um, dog rescue. Dog rescue. Um, so I got this bag. Um I brewed some. I took it on a morning hike.
3: But well, hold on I'll a second, you- real quick. Let me interject here. There's two kinds you can get. So what kind did you get
1: it's a good question it doesn't I know what really kind say. you got
3: you got into the void and it does say down in the corner
1: you're correct <laughs> 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 yes that's the perfect
4: response it
1: does it does say that and um yeah so i got into the void it's dude it was it was really good so i took it on a hike um it so I need help explaining the taste a little bit. So because I got I gotta but I'll ask in a little bit. So it's dude, it's it's bold, it's it's strong, it's a great coffee. It was perfect for the wood setting for like the fall setting that I was in. Um I want to say it was like a woody taste, so but I'm gonna I definitely need some help with that because you guys got the same coffee, right? I did not. You, get, so you didn't just, get into the void. You got into the void. I got so, into the wood, yes. So all right, so up to pups to into the void i need your help Mick. explain the taste um i just couldn't wrap my tongue around it but it's it's very good coffee but if you could explain it to the listeners that'd be awesome
5: yes so i get my bag and i wiley knows this i love the into the void coffee from oak and crow and (laughs) like when it showed up at the house i was already excited like i knew Like, when I get up tomorrow, this is what's going to happen. So I come downstairs, and I just crack the bag open. And it was like, you know the old song from the 70s, like, like, Hello, Darkness, My Old Friend? Yep, of course. So like, I I opened it up, and I was just in my head. Hello, Oaken Crow, my old friend. Like, it just kind (laughs) of happened. I was like, oh, there it is. This is why it's my favorite coffee. Um, But, yeah, it's smoky bold it does make you feel like that you're at a camp you know like at a campsite with the fire going it's got like this smoky taste but at the same time there's it's not chocolate but it's taking you there like I had um my wife baked uh homemade cookies the other day and I and I had some oak and crow left and I warmed it up a little bit and I totally was just sitting there it was like I'm eating cookies in front of a fire Wait, 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 wait a fireplace. What do you mean in left? Fr-
3: you've, you've almost gone through that
5: bag? Oh, no. no, I'm talking about what I had left over. Oh, sorry. Uh, from the day. I, I still had sorry, some left in the coffee pot, so I warmed it up a little bit. Um, but listen, this time, I tried uh, doing this through the coffee pot. I did the mocha pot. I did pour over, and I did French press. And I'm going to tell you, I loved every single one of them, but I'm going to be honest with you. The mocha pot, if you grind it just a little bit more coarse and put it in that mocha pot and let it sit on the thing, and I think it's like you wait until it just starts to percolate, and then you take it off and let it sit until it's completely done. Dude, I'm not kidding you. It went from my favorite coffee to out out of the universe, like beyond out of this world, into the universe, beyond that.
4: Into the the void, even.
5: (laughs) Yes, into Into the the void. (laughs) void, Into the nethers. It is like, dude, it's so good. I love it. And it is. It's like, it's hard to describe, but it's like this smoky. And it's not quite like dark chocolate, but like when I paired it with that chocolate chip cookie, dude, it went together so well. It's so good. I love it. uh, You guys describing this makes me want to try it, but I know
3: if I do, my butt will explode.
5: (laughs) I don't know. like. Did you try it? Have you tried? I've
1: never tried it.
5: It's not that, it's not like, a. it's dark, yeah. but it's not like bitter
3: It's dark.
1: not, yeah, it's not crazy. It, it's, yeah. um, it's, it's really good. What kind did you get? What, what, um, I
3: always get rogue crew. That's like, that's rogue my crew. jam. That's what I always get, man.
1: That medium what? rogue yep. crew, beautiful
3: blend, man. Oh, I have to say nothing, nothing that I've ever had holds up to right. that rogue crew oak and crow coffee except so i did ruby's roast and that was so close i thought so i thought for a minute i liked it better but they weren't they're not consistent on their um uh what would you, what would you call it i don't know uh well, roast, roasting I guess. Roast. Yeah, yeah. Roast, I guess yeah roast i guess yeah. There we go. Uh, you know, I run, I'm doing a coffee podcast. I don't even know what roasting is, uh, <laughs> but anyways. Um, yeah. I, I would say Oak and Crow still my all-time favorite coffee.
4: Yeah. Sponsor, sponsor us. Oh
5: wait, we are sponsored. I think, I think it's because he just like, we just did this segment. We are we're, we're, we're going to do it. We've oh, done he... we've done segments with him before uh-huh. like, I caught myself and he like he's like working while he's talking to us and you just see what he does he like actually cares
4: mm-hmm. so
5: i don't know it's just it seeing what he does and then uh, he's a
3: hard working working class he... son of a bitch
5: <laughs> Yes he is So we love yeah. you
3: Jacob we freaking
5: love you <laughs> And people think, like, well, oh, it's just because he sponsors the podcast. No, no it's no, not. No, we, no. we loved Oak and Crow before he even, even said he would do this. And, and like, it's like our, like, it's the bar that all other coffee has to be.
4: Yeah. Well, <laughs> and
3: let, let me tell the listeners this, as at least Mick knows, we've had, we had three other companies approach us wanting to, the official coffee of the Coffee and Hardcore podcast, and we said no. That's right, <laughs> no. So, two of them were before we had a sponsor, and one was after, yes. yeah. And we said, No, we're never cheating on Open Pro,
4: <laughs>
3: go get lost, be gone. <laughs> so, I got Why this not? other, oh, yeah. Anyways, yeah. I, all I gotta say about so I get the medium because I get medium everything and Rogue Crew medium oak and crow it's just so smooth and it's such a crisp coffee like every time i get a bag or jacob sends me a bag like i'll open it and smell it and i'm just like oh yeah that's
2: the stuff
4: yes that's
3: That's my i need my fix you know (laughs) and like i like other coffees don't get me wrong but and there's actually this other one this james coffee company that i tried that i think i'm gonna review for the december episode which man that is some really good coffee Nice. that is excellent coffee they did the mad ball one. Oh, okay yeah uh, yeah yeah i bought i bought that and then i just recently bought their uh shop blend cool and it's excellent excellent coffee But, anyways we'll talk about that in december but oak and crow i think it's it's so smooth it's clean and a crisp taste i don't it's
1: it's really I hard to it's very top quality like it I, it's it's really good i i, I keep saying that but it, i mean that uh, obviously we talked to him he's he's working while we're talking to him he is donating towards the the shelter he does good stuff and he, he makes great coffee so go buy some i think it, it's a great christmas present i'm skipping yeah. the, giving the holiday yes. stuff but what what's the one that that you're gonna bring this month too i was gonna say that yeah he
3: was one of the uh Sponsors for Up the Pups too, as was Straight Edge
5: for Christ. Your your business there. Thank yes, you.
3: Sir. You're welcome. Okay. And, so and this, if you haven't
5: if you haven't got the comp yet, then you need to go and get yes. The comp.
3: Yes, we still have about I think twenty of them available. Where and you
5: and you
1: oh, 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 oh. <laughs> two minute <laughs> minor
3: big dot com. Yeah. There it is.
5: <laughs> and you can get the uh, you get the digital download, and you can just donate whatever you want. Right. Yeah, 500, so, 600 bucks, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and that, goes, that, goes, that goes straight to the dog rescue. So,
3: Straight Sweet. to them. Taking care of the puppies. <laughs> I got a coffee to review. Okay. So, Ace, Ace, like Ace Hardware, but no Ace Coffee Company <laughs> from Long Island, New York, sent me this two pound bag of riser roast. Breakfast blend coffee, and man, let me tell you about it. <laughs> so, I've probably got gone through half this half this bag already, and I feel bad because we just like talked about our favorite coffee of all time, right? And now we're like this company,
1: but let They're me both, tell you, both from ahead. New York, both from both New, New York, New
3: York, yep. yeah, the Finger Lakes, and from uh, Long Island here, yeah uncle paulie says shut it (laughs) so this is a good coffee i i made it for everyone in the shop here and they really liked it i will say though the first time i made it like i don't like making my coffee extremely heavy um i i put you know i grind i make it light you know because of my stomach But everyone at the shop complains when I make coffee that, oh, my gosh, you make it so light. And I'm like, yeah, well, you buy it, and then you make it. (laughs) But anyways, this was sent to me for free, so I tried it a bunch (laughs) of different ways. I did it, like, with a lot, like, they wanted it. And it was too bold for me when I did that. I was like, whoo, this is a bold (laughs) cup of coffee. I couldn't drink it. And then, um, so I worked second shift here, and then when they all go home, I make my coffee how I want to. And it was so much better. It's still super bold. Like, it cuts through any sort of non-dairy creamer that you want to put in it, which is cool because my wife got me this uh, peppermint one. And it's perfect because it's, like, smooth peppermint. And then the bold taste of this coffee just cuts right through. Right. It's super good. Um,
5: wait. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Yes. You said peppermint? Yeah. You got flavored coffee?
3: No, 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 no. You oh, misheard okay. me. Sorry. Non-dairy peppermint wrong. creamer.
5: Oh, okay. Okay. Gotcha. So I got a little I, concerned there for a second.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um, this I I will say this. I I didn't want to say this, but I want to be honest. I don't know if this is a coffee that I personally could drink without creamer, mm-hmm. without non-dairy creamer, because it's too bold for me. Um, but that's because of, as you guys know, I have stomach issues. And so I make this lighter, and I put a little bit of peppermint non-dairy creamer, as I just said, in it, and it, it cuts through perfectly. So I like this coffee a lot. Um, and check these prices out, too. A 12-ounce bag is $12.
5: Oh, wow. Okay. A
3: two-pound bag, what I have, is $24. And a five-pound bag is normally $50, but it's on sale for $42.50. And those are... Extremely good prices for this great cup of coffee. Seriously, oh, yeah.
1: yeah, they are.
3: I was surprised at the prices because I, I was like, "This is pretty good. I really like this coffee." But I bet it's going to be way too expensive, and I'd never buy it. You know, for for twenty dollars for a twelve ounce right. <laughs> thing. And then I went and looked at the prices, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is like even more than reasonable. This is crazy cheap." So, Ace Coffee Company. Out of Long Island, New York. Thank you for this two-pound bag. I will drink the hell out of it, and this coffee is widely approved. Whatever that means to you.
5: <laughs> right. Boom. Would you say that they aced
4: it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right.
3: Do I have to respond to that? No. you, don't. you don't. Cool. This was Coffee Talk. Bye.
2: Shut up, Punk.
4: All right. Welcome to the Coffee and Hardcore podcast.
3: We have got Paul Bear, aka Uncle Polly of the New York Hardcore Powerhouse Sheer Tear on the podcast today. For those that don't know Sheer Tear, they are a driving force in the hardcore and punk community. They started in 1984, and they have gone through some member changes, as bands do, uh, but they have been around for almost 40 years at this point. And uh, I know you guys have had some pauses and stops in being a band over the years, but you keep kicking out material, you keep playing shows. So, man, welcome. Paul, it's an honor to have you, sir. How are you doing? Yeah.
6: Good, good, doing good.
3: Good. So we got some questions for you. Is that cool?
6: Oh, good. Yo, what the heck? What? I like the book.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this. Um, I'm actually gonna jump into a question that I wrote for later in the podcast, but I've been kind of like I, I know ugly and proud and, and just can't hate enough and bulldog edition, like all you know, the the uh, compilation of all your guys'. Uh, older stuff, but, like, I've been kind of, the last week I've been going through some of your newer records, and I have to say, uh Paul and the Family EP on Reaper Records, that is a great EP.
6: Thanks, yeah, no, that, was, that, was, um, that was fun to do. It was, it was kind of weird to do. That was, like, one of the first records, um, except for, like, maybe one song, I think. I i wrote the lyrics, and I wrote all the lyrics in the studio. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, it was, I, I've, been having, I've been having problems writing the lyrics lately. Just like they're there, but I just can't get them out. And yeah. uh, now like I I was a kid when I to shut up, <laughs> but and I just went in. I had lyrics for one of the songs. The other two, the other three, I went in and it just, I had ideas and I just started, fucking around and it worked. I did it once before on, a, on like one or two songs on the uh the last L- LP that like we did. And that was the first time I ever did that at all. But yeah, it's kind of cool to know that I could do that now. I mean, I, I don't I don't really like doing it because we saw a lot of the time. There's Just,
3: a lot of pressure.
6: Yeah, yeah. You got people staring at you and it's fucking annoying.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but so so I have that 2011 release Spite, the seven inch that you guys did. Yeah. Um what is the name of the last track on that record? I know there's three, there's three or four songs on that record. I think three, right?
6: Yeah, that, what's
3: the last? Yeah. What's the title of the last song on that record?
6: Uh, well, the the two the the two originals, and then we did Salome. Uh, the cover yes,
3: song. Salome. That's it, dude. That that's you singing on that, right? Yeah,
6: yeah. That's, that's, that's f- phenomenal. Thank you. Phenomenal.
3: Like, so I've been going through. I'm I'm familiar with your older stuff, but I like I said, I've been going through your older stuff and your newer stuff. Mm-hmm. I have noticed that your voice has definitely matured, even in, like, the raspier stuff. Yeah. But, like, dude, you have some pipes on you.
6: I, I, um, I appreciate that.
3: Like, I was going through and listening to the, is it called Chaos for Christian? Chaos Kristen? For Christian. Yeah. What is it? Can you say, say it yeah, Chaos
6: for Christian.
3: Yeah, that three-track EP, like, the, the first track, that Poor Cow. Yeah. It's so interesting. Like, there's even horns in that song, and yeah, you're singing that-
6: those are, so shame, those are three sham. Those are three sham sixty nine songs. That EP.
3: oh, okay.
6: And uh, the original uh, poor cow doesn't sound anything like that. It's kind of like a boring song. It's just like I think it's like piano and ball yeah. Beat. And I was fucking around with it in my head, and I just it, I was like, I wanted it to sound like a like a like a sixty's uh, uh, psych uh, psych beat type of thing, freak beat type of uh, song. Yeah, it's and, cool. I went in with Gary, who played guitar on that, and, I, and me and him went in just to me to record the vocals, well, and guitars, and I just told him what was going on in my head, and we just we just went with it, and with the horns and all that shit, it was just all the shit that was in my head. I, I kind of like that. I like that song because it doesn't sound anything like it, and like the original.
4: <laughs>
6: and yeah, we, we recorded the songs. It was like a benefit for uh, Mark McGee for like, the Anti Heroes and. Uh, Condemned eighty four. Uh, his his old friend of mine, his wife passed away, from cancer. So we did want to do something like well, said, all the proceeds for that record went to help him out with medical bills. That's cool. And That's dude, cool
3: that that you guys could do that. Yeah, and help yeah, out. You
6: know, old friend of mine from the whole like old skinned scene and stuff like that. Guy from England. He lives in Atlanta. He's been living in Atlanta for years. A great guy. Good friend of mine. And um. When we did the I was like, all right, we're gonna do three Shave Sixty Nine songs. And I sent a, a message to Jimmy Percy from Shame Sixty Nine on I think it was Facebook, and to, to explain what we're doing. We're recording these three songs, we're putting out an EP, without are not making any money from it. It's all for benefit for a friend of mine's wife who pays away to help with medical bills, whole long explanation, the whole thing, I'm been a fan. Since I was a kid and blah, 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 A whole big, big, big gig You know, to make sure everything's cool, I waited like about five days Or whatever Before I got to reply back from Dear Paul Cool Jim, that's
3: all <laughs> <laughs> Cool
5: <laughs>
3: That's awesome But man, I gotta say Your your vocals And the songs where you actually sing Are phenomenal I hope yeah. you, you do that more
6: Thank you. Well, we're working on new material now, and I, I'm going to be doing a little more singing on it. Uh, in my head, I am anyway, and uh, it, it's like I, I try. It, it's got. You know, I, I I feel. I like guess it's, like, it's, it's going to feel right because sometimes yeah. I try, and like you I'm like, all right, I want to do singing with this, and then I go and I do it. and I'm like, that don't sound right, and then I go for and I do the gruff thing. And I was like, wow, that sounds better, and it wasn't at all what I had in my mind.
3: Right. Well, the Sham 69 song, that one you do both on it, and I think that complements it really well.
6: Yeah, nah, we had, that was that was a lot of fun to do. A lot of fun to so, so listen to those songs since Jesus Christ, like 1980 and shit. So whatever, you know. Right, right. Huh?
3: But that was a question, mine. So you guys do have uh, new Sheer Terror stuff in the works?
6: We're working on, but uh, we have about eight or so songs, strong songs, put together. Um, so it might be, it might be eight, between eight and ten songs altogether. Uh, There'll be a, uh, eight, ten songs. I guess you consider a full length, eight song, mini LP, whatever. That's all you really need. long as you to get, like, yeah. strong songs, like, you know, to put together like that and, and release it. Because the best bet, when you go out and play live, you're lucky you can play two of the songs of the new record anyway. Sure. And everybody's supposed to the fucking first record, Anyhow, so it don't matter. <laughs> you know? Yeah,
3: well, especially for you guys. You have, like, almost 40 years worth of music.
6: Yeah, and everybody's supposed to play the first song. Uh, it's
3: to the Bulls. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I was looking at your, Wikipedia, at your Wikipedia page, and I don't know if this is right or not, but it said in 2019 you either released an a EP, an album, or a single um, called New Life.
4: Yeah,
6: it's a, a one-sided flexi disc. Uh,
3: oh, wow. I was looking all over for it and I couldn't find it anywhere.
6: Yeah, I think I don't. Patrick still has some. I don't know Reaper.
3: How many songs know. is on it?
6: Just one song. It's, Just it's, one a, song. It's a cover of the Road song.
3: Okay, I have to try to find that. Yeah, because I went to the Reaper uh, Records page and I couldn't. I couldn't find it anywhere.
6: Yeah, he might still have a couple of copies stashed away. I, I might have some. I don't know if I have covers for him though. It's just a blue flexi one song. We put it out just for fun.
4: That's uh, cool.
6: Yeah, yeah. it's all version of it. Another thing, I the a, a small show that I dug but I heard it done in my head by ACDC. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so, are you guys on tour right now, or is, it, is that coming up shortly?
6: That's next week. We just next did week. California, yeah, we just in California this last weekend.
3: Okay, yeah, because Mick Mick Lambrew did the poster and the shirts for that, correct?
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's, he's that guy. He's, he's incredible. He works fast too.
3: Yeah, we just incredible. had him on the podcast last month or two yeah. months ago.
6: Yeah, no, he's he's, yeah. he's a r- really great guy. Nice guy, works fast, and does great work. Great work. Yeah, we don't we did California. This place, we get three dates, and then uh, a week from tonight, I'll be in a plane right now on my way to uh, Germany.
3: Yeah, because wow. this this is gonna be on the November episode. But I remember when I hit you up and talked to you, we we're like, okay, well, we gotta schedule it for October because your your tour is pretty pretty intense there.
6: Yeah, we go. We get uh, we start on the twenty first, and uh, the day we get there. And we end we have like, maybe like two or three days off. I'm not sure exactly. And we end on uh, the 12th of November. Yep. So, so that's cool. Weeks. Yeah. Three
3: weeks. So, so, I know you guys, uh, Sheer Terror co-headline the Slapshot 35 Years tour. Uh, mm-hmm. That got it ended up getting rescheduled right to 2021 because of COVID. Yeah. Um, I was just what? How did that turn out? Like because it was sh- so shortly after COVID, and was that the First tour you guys had in a while,
6: yeah. That's the first thing we did in a bit. I mean, I think we flew down to Atlanta for one show, I think, before that. But that was the first, yeah, that was the first tour we've done in a while since COVID. Nobody's doing nothing, right? And it, it was good. I mean, um, some of the shows were well attended, some were uh, touch, touch, you know, touch and go, but um. I mean, the mask was going on, and it kept some people away or whatever, but not a lot. I mean, like St. Louis was well attended, but it could have been better. It was a really big club, a uh, really nice club too, Red Fox or some shit like that. Red Red Flag, Red Flag. And um, but but for the most part, the shows were cool. People came out, either they were wearing a mask or not. And then we played the last show in. Uh, Together in uh, Cleveland, it's a place called uh, now that's class. Should be now that you should fucking buy a mop and fucking clean that fucking place. It's I mean the guy who runs the place is a nice guy, Should I that. A place it's filthy, and um, and then then we uh, had a show on Halloween actually by us and uh, two punk bands from uh, Pittsburgh, and we're gonna go down there and play there for fun, and we went drove down. Uh, drove there, whatever, Get checked into the hotel. I wasn't feeling so hot. My guitar was like, all right, fuck it. And he had the COVID test.
4: Yeah. Boom.
6: I had COVID. Oh, so no. All the promoters said, listen, we're going home. We're in Pittsburgh. I was like, we're going to go home. I got COVID. And he was cool about it. He's like, I completely understand. It was Halloween. They had two uh, popular ways they're playing anyway. They are going to do the show anyway. Tell people, I'm sorry. We own the show. We're going to go down to the play again. And we just yeah we drove home, and wow. I, that was it. That was first first time I had COVID. That was fun.
3: Oh, <laughs> yeah, that was fun. <laughs> was it hard? Was it hard on you?
6: It was. You know what it was. The first. I mean, I, I was I was down for about two weeks. First week sucked, but it it just was. It just felt like I had make a really big cold or flu or something like that. You yeah. know, it just, You know, I'm a smoker, but I've been cutting down a lot lately because the wife to be don't like smoking in the house. So, I don't smoke in the house. I was going out on the porch to smoke, and I was doing at the house here. So, I was doing that for a while. And then I was like, let me try these stupid vape things. So, I've been doing the vape thing here and there. A pack of cigarettes now lasts me about a week, you know, which is good. Well,
3: cigarettes are super expensive nowadays, huh? Yeah,
6: super expensive. And, you know, if I go out drinking, I'm smoking. But if, I, if I'm sitting at home, eh, whatever. I get the vape thing if I really need it. And I've been cutting down. And so, but it, so it did affect my breathing, the COVID. It did affect yeah. my breathing. I lost my uh, sense of smell and taste. That sucked. And, um, but outside of that, the, the following week, I was, I started to feel better. I was, I was, I was, you know, I have like an office set up in here. It's it's, it's a house we have. I moved about an hour and a half north of the city. And uh, my. So from my, New York, right? Yeah. I'm still in New York. still in New York. I'm like upstate-ish. i Orange County. So we got a house, two floors, the whole bit. Like, you know, I, I, I love it up here. So I isolated in my office. Yeah. And she'd come in with the glasses, and the, the mask, and the, the rubber clothes, and leave the stuff <laughs> and everything, you know. So she wound up catching it from me anyway. But uh, yeah, it, you know, I just had yeah, isolated in here on, on the fucking air mattress and. <laughs>
3: You know. Uncle Polly on the air mattress.
6: Yeah, it was, like, it, was like, it was like a little kid camping out, you know? They were camping out in my bedroom. <laughs> <It was> like...
3: <laughs> That's awesome.
6: Yeah. At least
3: you made a good. At least you made a good time of it.
6: <laughs> yeah, no, I wasn't. I mean, it, it sucked, but most of the time I'm up here trying to find shit to do anyway. Because you know, I don't, I don't work really uh, a job, job anymore. I just do the band thing or stuff like that. I was working doing uh, nightclub security. 25 years and I stopped that uh two years ago, and I, I don't miss it. <laughs> That's cool. So, yeah, I got tired of babysitting drunk white people. So, <laughs> yeah, so now I'm uh, it's awesome trying to do my bit, do a lot of yard work and shit like that when I can. We got to like get an acre land, so i you know, try to keep up, keep up, keep the place looking so nice and everything for uh, my wife to be and stuff like that. She deserves it.
3: So, I got another question for you. And uh, so, what is it like, honestly, being a hardcore icon in the hardcore scene? Playing with all the, come on, you know who you are. <laughs> well, playing with all these younger bands, is it like passing the torch moment in a way? Is it even your drummer a younger guy, too, your new drummer?
6: Well, that's another story. I'll get to see the drummer singing a bit. Uh, <laughs> Like pay, pays you the toy to, that's a little romantic. It, it, it's more like it, gi- giving them the keys to a burning house. <laughs> <laughs> done, I, I like man. that. I like you know, that. Be careful of that. <laughs> it's more like that. Um, I don't know. It's it's weird with the younger bands. There's some good bands out there. I, you know, I'm more, I'm more like a hardcore, like a, a punk rock guy. So you know, when it comes to hardcore, it's gotta have some sort of punk element in it for me to even like have any interest really to dig it.
4: Sure. Yeah, yeah. You
6: know, I was never a metal guy. When it comes to metal, I'm very picky with what I like.
3: But aren't you guys known for like being one of the first crossover
4: artists? Yeah, hardcore
6: that was that was because of my the original guitarist, Blake. He was yeah. all, I mean, the Sabbath thing was always there anyway. If you're in New York and you play in a rock band or, or a rock and roll band, and, you know you like Sabbath. You know what I mean? Bottom line: the first skank parts and all these fucking hardcore songs in New York is because everybody grew up listening to Sabbath. That's just that's just the truth right there. And there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. But I, I Sabbath's rock and roll, as far as I'm concerned. I don't know metal, like. Blake, well,
3: you your first your earlier stuff has metal influence, though. I would yeah, say.
6: Blake, Blake liked a lot of that stuff, like Celtic Frost and and stuff like that. He listened to Destruction and some other bands I don't even know their names. And I, you know, Celtic Frost, I dug because he would always be playing them in his car. I mm-hmm. still to this day don't own a Celtic Frost record. You know, No, just because I, I never had Blake was always playing it, so I always. Harder anyway.
3: <laughs> You didn't need that. <laughs> yeah,
6: so they, you know, they, they they were cool. They were cool. I, I met the 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 The, the, base player, the old baseball player, away. Ta, Thomas what was Aime or something like that. Not Thomas Ains, Martin Ains. He used to run a club in Switzerland, and he was a promoter out there. I met him twice. He was a really nice guy. He he really was. And uh, but yeah, I mean. He like said, "I, I, you know, the metal thing. I'm really tricky. I, 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 I do what I do. If I like it, I like it. But you know, with the younger bands, I mean, these days, a uh, lot the younger bands, I'm not even hearing hardcore. I'm just hearing like, like, like a lot of the beatdown shit or whatever. Just, just sounds mm-hmm. like bad metal with some kid who can't sing. You know what I mean? <laughs> yelling, a lot of yelling, a lot of yelling. Like, like, no even like sense or want of melody or." <laughs> it's screaming, and I don't know what the hell they're screaming about. I mean, if they're angry and, and the anger is true, good for them. If it's directed in the right places, fine. I don't have to like it, it ain't, it ain't for me, it ain't because that ain't towards me anyway. It's aimed towards a younger crowd, you know.
4: So, yeah, yeah. I don't
6: have to, I don't, I don't have to, like, it. I'm not gonna say it sucks just because I don't like it. I just, it, it doesn't do a lot for me, and I. I you know, with like that type of stuff, we're like with the more punk rock type of stuff, and um, I mean, so if it's hard, it's hard, you know, you know, whether you know have a melody or not. If it's hard and I like it, I like. It. I mean, I love discharging. There's no melody there.
3: Yeah, they're really good.
6: Yeah, so I love that stuff, growing. Good out. old D beat. Yeah, and and that's why it's like if there are some bands out there I like, and a lot of it, I guess I'm not supposed to like it. You know what I mean? And, and that's fine. I don't have to. You know, I'm not going to say it sucks or it's terrible unless it is, and they're assholes about certain things.
4: (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, hey, I'm you know,
6: but I'll I'll be be honest about it, and like that's why that bothers me. With like, I really don't even. I don't like to mention them by name, but fuck it, I don't care. Uh oh, that, that big turnstile. Oh. You know,
3: we I like don't, her style, though, so
6: I, I, don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. It's like you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not supposed to get it. I'm 54 years old, I'm 55 in January. I'm not but what do
3: you mean you don't get it?
6: I don't, I mean, I just think they started out as a hardcore band or whatever. Yeah, they
3: ain't yeah,
2: hardcore no more.
6: That ain't that ain't hardcore.
2: I'm sorry. Well,
6: they, there's elements,
3: to, there's elements of it.
6: There's elements, yeah, well, whatever, you know, <laughs> Hitler had friends too, whatever. You know?
3: <laughs> but I mean, that doesn't affect us in any way. They can do. I, you well, know.
6: I, don't, I don't. I mean, I don't care either way. They, they can do whatever the hell they want. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I, I don't. I like. think
3: it's a good record.
6: I just, it's like, and a lot of people they don't like they're making excuses like this. That you know why why they like them or like oh they worked harder, oh they just, eh, fuck you. You know you, know, you want to like garbage. You gonna like garbage. I like don't give a shit. <laughs> I
3: think it's kind of like they took elements and kind of mashed them together and sonically it, it, it works. And so I think a lot of people are applauding them for putting different things together and making it work. And I know like it was this big, huge thing in the hardcore scene where some people are like, it's not hardcore. or It is hardcore. But who cares? It's just, in my opinion, it's a good record. And that's it's just music, you know?
6: I guess. I, 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 <laughs> it's I don't know, it's like everybody you know, they just yell screaming about uh pet sounds by the beach boys being one of the best records ever recorded. Fuck that yeah. record. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like no nothing I'm comparing them to the Beach boys. as far as I'm concerned, there's no really it that whole thing, especially how not that popular now and um Whatever, whether they're in it or not, I don't care, it don't matter. It, it, yeah, like, there's like, tons
3: of music you don't have to listen to if you don't nah, like it. No,
6: no, exactly. But they're, like, they're basically just a boy band. I mean, they're fans. the Beach Boys, you mean? No, they're a boy band. They're, yeah, they're like, the
3: Beach Boys, kind of, I
6: could I could roll with the that. Block. They totally are. Like, their fans, the ones who like them now, who just like let slugs out of them, they're not hardcore kids. And Wait. Not- they don't wait, wait Are
3: that we party. talking about the Beach Boys being a boy band or no, Turnstile?
2: Turnstile.
3: Oh, I don't know, man. Oh, total,
6: <laughs> totally, totally. Beach fans Boys,
3: fans. Beach Boys, I'll say yes to. Nah, they're, they weren't going
6: to boy band. They were just a band or whatever. No, they had style.
3: really good harmonies, though,
4: right? Yeah. Beach Boys?
6: I, I'm not saying the Beach Boys think. I just don't think they're ranking. Well, Turnstile, Turnstile a total boy band. The right. fans who like them now, they're not hardcore kids. They're not gonna be hardcore kids. They like them because they like turnstile. They don't give a shit about hardcore. They don't wanna give a fuck about hardcore. They like turnstile. And that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. But why can't care. you why can't you be both? But why you can't also you be... oh, you know, because everybody because a lot of these bands that are like that are, that are jocking them now, or like, oh uh-huh. they're cool and they're doing like it. Trickle down economics did not work in with the US, right? It's not gonna work in hardcore. Just because they get popular, don't mean your band's gonna get popular too. It don't work like that. It never did ever will.
3: You heard it here, folks. Uncle yeah. Polly's disdain for her turnstuff.
6: You know, I, mean, I, I, I just don't... <laughs> that I think they're like, <laughs> well, they, 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 they did some shit I don't really want to get into concerning a friend of mine. So whatever, they go fuck themselves.
4: I don't care. <laughs>
5: <laughs> no, I did read an article the other day where... Um, there, there were some kids that were getting into some other stuff and kind of that was their introduction to hardcore or whatever. And they started going to hardcore shows and basically got their nose broke because they didn't hey, know hey, what hey, to hey, expect. Hey, <laughs> I did not hey, read that the other day.
6: That's <laughs> kind of funny. Okay, you, know, you know, welcome to the club, boom. And see if they stick around. You know, that's the whole thing. I, I don't see it. I don't see it happening personally, but whatever. I mean, they they ain't you know, gonna like my band. If they do, that's cool. But I I doubt it. And why? Would why not? They?
3: Your band's awesome.
6: Because they're a bunch of young kids. They don't want to hear me talk about manic depression, pussy, and uh. alcohol.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I like your music. I guess I'm not young, but I like your music. <laughs> you know?
2: And they should. they're like, They're like teenagers.
6: They should look at me like, you know, they should look at me and be like, I want to stay as far away from that fat guy as possible. Get <laughs> shit <laughs> You know? Hey, but
3: that happens to the, to the best of us, right? We all get old.
6: <laughs> yeah, exactly. maybe when they get older and they get their heart broken a couple of times and their nose broken a few more times, maybe then they'll come around. But Amen right to now, that. Right now, they, they don't have to. That's okay. I'm a mad at them. Yeah. They don't have to like me. It's
3: cool. We should wish <laughs> that they don't have to go through those things because...
4: Eh, definitely eat hard. Eat.
3: I know eat. you sing about let's that.
4: You're,
3: you're a hopeless romantic, right? I can tell by your music. It's like yeah. serious.
6: Yeah, 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 hopeless, yeah. keyword. word. Yeah.
3: <laughs> but like I said, I've been doing a deep dive of all your stuff, and I've I've noticed that as a theme. You're definitely a romantic, yeah. deep down.
6: Yeah, yeah, no, I'm not going to die. I'm not gonna, I, I write about what I know and things that I've dealt with, you know, and I, heartbreak has been the main thing, whether yeah. it be mine or someone else's that I've dealt with or or listened to. I'm I'm a huge soul fan. I'm a huge reggae fan, uh, and 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 uh, uh, old country, and uh, you know, certain. I mean, if it's good, it's good. I mean, I I'm a, I'm a, I'm a closet Anglophile, so you know, the English shit, especially, I I really have an affinity for, like when it comes to, like the punk or synth pop and shit like that. You know, I think Erasure are great. You know what I mean? Stuff like that, Yaz and stuff, you know? There was a band yeah. with Jersey called Anything Box. They put out a, a couple of albums, their first album called Peace. It's probably one of the greatest synth-pop records ever recorded. It's like just hit after hit after hit, and nobody knows who the fuck they are. No, and I don't know. Yeah, and it's great. It's just synth-pop. It's total. It's What's a, it called again? Any, the name of the box, the name of the band is Anything Box.
3: Anything Box.
6: And the first album's called Peace.
3: Can I write that down real quick?
6: Yeah, and it's you know and it's something like you know if you're listening to it, your father like what's this sissy shit? You know what I mean? Totally. <laughs> but it's I'm nice all for shit. it. Yeah, I love it. It's it's catchy and it's yeah they were great. They were I love shit like that. But then I'll I'll go and I'll put on Discharge or or, or you know the Four or I gotta be the wolf or whatever I want to listen to. I like a lot of the um were like like metal like it's something like that. I like a lot of the new wave of British heavy metal type of stuff like Tank. Tank will That was a great band, shit like that, and uh, you know, I like some Maiden with with Paul Diano singing. Oh, some of that. I like some <laughs> of that.
3: <laughs> you don't like Bruce
6: Dickinson? He's a jerk off. Come what on. This is what they say.
3: I guess they what, say never meet your heroes.
6: Whatever. One of the guys. One <laughs> of the guys. The, the, one of the guys who fucking Iron made a dick anyway. One of the guitar players. They can all go fuck themselves. So as I'm concerned, because <laughs> they were like they, they said. said like people always compare them. Oh, they, they were like a punk, like when he punk sounding man when he started punk sounding band. The guy and the guy did some interview and was like, we hated punk. Screw punk. It's insulting to you to say that about us. I'm a sucking dick then. i fuck you then. <laughs> yeah? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? <laughs> yeah?
3: Oh, gosh. Hey, Mick, do you want to ask the question about
5: uh, pushing coffee and other bands and such? Yeah. Yeah. We always we always ask this one question. Like, is there is there like any um, like any coffee companies, any any bands you want to shout out? any Anything that you want to push, like anything, you know,
6: basically well, you anything know, you want to you push? Know, not, not for nothing, I'm not going to lie. I, I, I do that 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 trade coffee thing. Trade yeah, coffee, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. I do that, and I get different coffee sent to me like every uh, like twice a month or whatever it is. Uh, I've, I've got to a lot of good coffees with that. You got a favorite wine. one? My favorite right now is uh, the brand is called Alma A L M A, and I can't think of the name of the coffee, what it is. It's because it of the blue. Do you know thing. if it's
3: dark or medium?
6: It's uh, like a bold bold, rich and bold. But it's 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 got okay. a really good flavor to it. It's not it's 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 not really it's not, it's not very bitter. Gotcha. I know some of the some of the rich stuff and some of the dark stuff can get a little bit too bitter. You know, and I like I like dark uh, rich, but it's got to have flavor to it. it. Can't just be like, you know, caffeine, You know what I mean? It's it's got a <laughs> taste to it. You know, and some uh, I like some of the uh. What
3: do you think of this here
6: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Somebody, somebody, somebody offered to do a coffee thing. I told the guy no. <laughs>
3: that's Jacob. He <laughs> sponsors our podcast.
6: Oh, that's right. Well, you know what?
3: Yeah, he does Agnostic Front coffee right here.
6: Is he the one who did the uh, Danny Diablo? Yes.
3: Yep. Danny Diablo. Okay. Yep.
6: Yeah. No, I told him. I told him to go screw because it was like <laughs> <laughs> we were the band. We were the only fucking band that had a song about drinking coffee for fucking years. Cup of Joe.
3: Yeah,
6: and you buy a uh, cup uh, of
3: coffee uh, and five sugars.
6: Coffee, for, we had another song, Coffee, coffee, five sugars. Yeah, I just totally bad about that one. Yeah. We had all these songs about coffee or what he's called. You know, about coffee in general. You go and ask these guys first. You totally fucking forget about us. Because yeah, when you think that, I didn't yell. You know, Isaac's my brother. Don't get me wrong. But when you think Isaac, you don't take mm, coffee. Like you know, no. Think, mm, like, what they should have <laughs> did, what they should have and I said this to Daddy. What he what they should have did is they should have had like an instant coffee, right?
4: Yeah.
6: It, little friggin' plastic dime bags. <laughs> oh my God. Roll, you know, <laughs> go ahead, bag of dust. Boom. There you go.
3: Uh well, hey, you should reconsider because working with Jacob would be good. <laughs> he's a really cool guy,
4: and he's I in New
6: York. He, I, I think I told him if he can get a. An Ethiopian grind for me, uh, the the uh the uh, ingozi, uh Uh I can't think of the name of the fucking thing. Uh, look the the drummers, the African drummers. What are they called? I don't have any do to that shit. Uh Burundi. The Burundi, uh, I think it's uh, ingozi Burundi Burundi Ingosi, whatever it is. It's from uh, Ethiopia. It ain't cheap. I told him if he could get that. Yeah, then maybe I'll talk to him. But I think he's like, yeah, that ain't gonna happen. Huh? <laughs> I'm a jerk. You're, miss,
3: you're missing out. He's a good uh, guy.
6: Well, yeah, I'm missing out. Know, hey, we, we I, I feel like am telling an antidote now. We're the ones that had to call nah. the phone. Yeah. We had to call the phone before anybody else and, and uh, we didn't get asked until
3: But you later. said he did ask you.
2: Yeah, much later after the fact. <laughs> he's gonna be the first man.
3: Well, maybe Danny reached out to him. You never know, man.
6: Whatever.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All I got to say is, Jacob, he sponsors the podcast. He's a great guy. He puts out yeah. some great coffee. And I'm not just saying that because he sponsors the podcast, because we've had other coffee companies ask, and we turn them down. Yeah. Yeah. You should reconsider, mm-hmm. because he's in New York. He's a really good guy. Uh, makes great, great cup of coffee. I, I
6: don't know. We'll see. But think all right. of, think about it. All right, I'll think about it. But, yeah, think I'm, about I'm, it. I'm, I'm, I'm in come on, Uncle Polly, think I'm, about oh, it. I'm still insulted.
3: Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> oh, come on. I hold users, What I do, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you, he didn't do it to disrespect you.
6: No, I know he didn't. He didn't I'm not saying that, but you know, Eh, whatever.
3: So so let me ask you this question, and I probably will gr- regret asking it. So okay. if if somebody makes a company and they don't hit you up first and they do other bands or people, you're going to get upset? Or just because no, it was no, a coffee company and you have songs about else. coffee? Yeah,
6: yeah, it was the coffee thing. Not okay. I mean, if it was anything else, I don't, you know, it has a do with us. Because
3: you do daughters. the Ormada thing, right? Like, the what? Or is it Ormada? What is it? The
6: Ormada. Yeah, Omerta, yeah. He Oops. did uh, go Yeah, that's my brother that's uh, my brother Dirty Mick. He did that. He he's he, Yeah, that you
3: guys different. got shirts on that, right? You yeah, weren't yeah, the first yeah. one.
6: Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's different. But uh, but the coffee thing, we have the had this to solve one? the coffee, yeah. Yes yeah, my brother uh, brother Mick. But the yeah, yeah. Thing, we had to solve the coffee fucking over like over 30 years now. Over
3: thirty years you know,
4: you know, you
3: know and <laughs> ah. Well, okay. <laughs> Moving on.
4: (laughs) It's
3: all good, man. Um, So I really, 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 really wanted to chat with you because I started watching some live Slapshot videos on YouTube. Mm
4: -hmm. And a
3: lot of the videos had sheer terror as a suggestion to watch because you guys were on tour. Mm
4: -hmm. And
3: so a lot of the people took videos of both bands. Um, I thought to myself, it's so awesome that you guys are still kicking and playing shows so I started watching a bunch. This was probably like a few months ago. I started watching a bunch of your sheer terror shows on YouTube. And I got to say, I was a huge fan of all your ranting in between the songs. Like, I thought it was hilarious. You pull up a chair. and You'd be like, Uncle Paul is going to rant to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> like in one of the videos you were talking about, your, <laughs> you were like, I'm trying to exercise. I'm trying to lose weight. And um, in New York City, no one wants to see a fat guy walking down the street. <laughs> yeah. It was really funny. It was freeing. To me, like you speaking your mind and ranting, it's to me, it's just a breath of fresh air and it's it's gotta be freeing to you. Cause and especially in today's age where everyone is being careful about what they say.
6: Well, you know, if I get something, I get something on my mind, I'm gonna come out, I'm gonna say it. You know, I mean that's why I do this. That's why you do this music thing. It's 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 a, it's a form of exorcism. The form of ex- Whoa. And, uh, exercise as well, and you're exercising demons and um, uh, you to know, get them out, and uh, you know, exchange ideas, but also just uh, get things out of your freaking head, and uh, you yeah. know, bounce off the walls, and like they're gonna continue to bounce around the walls like a Super Bowl, or eventually they're gonna lodge in some kid's head, bink, and he's like, Hey, yeah, okay, I get that, but you know, you see what happens, but I don't go out of my way. I'm not just gonna want that and and, and so people for no reason, sure. or or you know, you know the hate's got to be for a reason. You know, yeah, I, I I I got no problem with with hatred and nothing like that if you use it right, and it's directed at the it's for the, the right things. It can't just be hate for hatred's sake. You know, you can't let it control you. You control it, and. Um, and angers, anger, hatred, whatever it may be, or love for that, for that matter. So I guess I'm not going to go out there and just to insult people to be a dick or to or try to get laughs or like that. I, um, if, if I'm going to say what's on my mind. If some people take it the wrong way, they can talk to me about it. And we can either come to a conclusion, as in they, they misunderstood what they said, or maybe I did say something wrong and I didn't realize it. You know, I'm not a jerk off. I'm not gonna be like, "Oh, fuck you" if you don't like it. No, it's like you know, if, if you're gonna be, if you're gonna be civil with me, I'll be civil with you. But if you come at me like, you know, "Hey, fuck you," I, I, I get a time for it. You know what I mean? We, we don't always have to agree. We don't always have to like each other. We don't have to always get along. You know, but we can be civil. We can have common courtesy. We can have common respect. Unfortunately, a lot of those things aren't very common anymore, and especially. No, me. for sure. It's yeah. Really political climb <laughs> forget about it, you know,
4: and yeah, it's,
6: it's really sad. I was one for um I was one for like you know, I love my country, I hate my government, the way things have been going, it's more like you know, I love my country, I hate my fellow countrymen it's 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 getting really bad, and it 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 really sucks, it really sucks especially to see you know. Yeah,
3: there's a lot of division for sure. Yeah,
6: it's it's like never before, really, and it's like you know, I'm I'm no fan of I'm no big Biden fan by no means, you know. I mean, at least I don't get pissed off when I hear the guy talk, but you know, I don't I don't like any of them honestly. But the Trump family, I'm a New Yorker. I'm sorry, we were raised to hate that whole fucking family from day one, and that's why when I see fellow New Yorkers, especially working class New Yorkers, falling into that fucking cult. And supporting him, it makes it really makes me mad. It makes me sick. It pisses me off because he's been nothing but a grifter and a, and a scumbag, and his whole family been nothing but scumbags. They're yeah, well, fuckers. he's
3: it's, been ripping off working class families in New York. All he's
6: been doing, all he's been doing his whole fucking life. And when I see working men and women supporting him, it, 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 oh, he's the best. He would piss on you if you were on fire for sure. Are you me?
3: Yeah. There's people who came forward that said, like, he's ruined their family business that's been around yeah. since, like, the 20s. There's
6: a because, video, there's a video yeah. on YouTube. This guy, he talked about Coney Island. And how, it, it's, I forget the name but you type in Coney Island Trump. It's this guy who is a Coney Island historian and whatnot. And he, he talked about how his father helped destroy Coney Island because they wanted to buy so much shit. They wanted to build on his property and they couldn't. That's yeah, all about
3: real estate for sure.
6: Yeah, it's all about real estate, all about money, and and they fucked over so many families and so many businesses, and people yeah. forget about that now. And it's like, is it? And then I I try to wonder, I'm like, okay, well, it's not because you're a fucking millionaire, because you're not. So I, okay, you don't support them because you because you're rich, because you're not rich.
4: Mm-hmm. And so
6: you support them because I hate to say it, but because you're you're racist or because you're just a fucking moron. You know? Because if just the fuck a fucking moron. I can almost accept that. I'm like, all right, you're just stupid. What are you gonna do? And I won't argue no more. If you're a racist, wow, well, I wish you would have told me that fucking you know twenty years ago before we were friends. You know what I mean? It's like it, it's Well,
3: I think it's hard though too because
6: we, we I put a lot these- of this shit because people expect me to like him.
3: No, 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 I don't know. you know what? Well,
6: I don't well, think. I honestly don't what think. You know this? I I kinda, I, I shot myself in the foot. Naming my first fucking record just can't hate enough. And being allowed out on stage and shit like that. A lot of people expect me to be a Trump Trump supporter. They really do. Because when I go on, I speak against Trump. You can see them in the crowd. Some of these people, their hearts just break.
4: I, I saw it, that in a it, video online.
3: Yeah, I saw that in a video online. Some guys started arguing with you, and you're like, "Well, we lost a T-shirt sale."
6: Yeah, and it's true, you know. But it's like, hey, sorry, I'm I'm gonna let you know. I'm gonna tell
3: you. Yeah, it's it's tough because the whole political thing in America is we have this two party system, and none of us want any of these people.
6: Yeah, yeah. Like
3: yeah. I no, I don't want Hillary Clinton, Joe Biden, no, or no. Donald Trump at all. No,
6: I think they're all they're all they're all, all shit bags. I don't like any of them. You know, at this stage yeah. the game, I'm just like I'm just gonna fucking burn it down. <laughs> That's where I'm moving my head's at. Burn, Burn it, it down program.
3: and build it back up.
6: You know what I mean? I mean when I was a kid, when we were we were kids. remember? You know, were getting into punk rock and shit like that. In the early 80s and all that. I mean, our biggest fear was, like, of course, the sort of nuclear war because of the bands we all listened to. Like right. France and Discharge, and shit like that.
4: And yeah. you know,
6: We were scared to death. It's the way that you would they're record covers and stuff like that. Nuclear war, like we're going to die. And It was a thing, you know? And then for a while, I was like, all right, that ain't anything no more. And now all of a sudden it's becoming a thing again. It's, yeah. It's crazy. It's like, whoa, here we go. But it's yep. like at this stage of the game, you know, thanks to crazy discharge I know what to do if there is a movie war. You know? Yeah, he dressed, dressed in black and die screaming. <laughs>
5: oh man. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't know. It's yeah. It's tough because you want people to be able to believe and what they want, and vote for yeah. who they want, but it's like, I don't know. I don't know the answer. So
6: I, you know what? I don't really have the answer. I mean, I, I like to fight the good fight. I like to think that I, that I still do, but sometimes it's like you know, I feel like I'm fighting myself, or or, or, or you know, because it's like the way you, you can't even talk to some of these people because it's it's a cult, and I don't want to sit there arguing with somebody because I'm not going to change their mind, and it's not going to go anywhere. And it's like you walk away, you know, you're sad, you're disheartened by a lot of these things. And they don't seem to really give a shit. So it's like, oh, well, why well, what else should I then? Why should I waste my time and energy with this shit? I've done yeah, same- yeah. some of the other stupid things, you know what I mean? It's yeah, it's,
3: it's just hard because it's keeping us divided and...
6: Yeah, yeah. it's, it's retreating fighting with each other. Yeah, oh yeah.
3: But, so, okay, so a follow-up to to the question about the YouTube videos. Could you leave us with a rant? Is there anything that you want to rant about? I would love for you to end this podcast with something that, besides Donald Trump, besides anything political, that you cannot stand, that you have had on your mind, that you just want to get it out. It would mean a lot.
6: Wow. That's kind of hard. I don't know. Uh...
3: What grinds your gears?
6: A lot of things, I mean, I get, you know, these, lately, I get aggravated a lot more. I us hear it. I get aggravated. I don't so much get, like, angry. Anymore. I try not to anyway. It's just something
4: good for you. After a while. But I get aggravated. But it's, <clears throat> I know you got something up there. Yeah. There's something that really been bothering bother something
3: And we already covered Turnstile and we covered Trump.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> we covered Jacob from Oak and Crow. <laughs> <laughs>
6: uh, so, so that's a but. one. Uh, except you don't want that time. That's because the, you know, I think it's good I can't think of anything like really right now that, you know, that, that's
4: really without... No, nothing in your community? <sighs> Um, I know you got something. It, you know, it, uh, okay. You know, it, it, it's it's
6: with the younger kids. Let's hear it. All right, with the younger kids. Into it. There are a lot of good kids out there. Don't get me wrong. A lot of good young bands out there too, as well. I don't know all of them. I don't know all their names and stuff like that. But I go on the uh, the the band camp every now and then. A couple of labels that I follow, stuff like that. And I found some, you know, good young bands out there. That actually what I'll buy their records here and there. You know, a lot of, like uh England's been putting out a lot of good stuff. Uh like you know, Chubby the Gang and uh the Chisel. Um oh what the hell's that other band? High Viz. Uh
3: yeah, High Viz is good.
6: High uh, Viz, like a lot of good stuff. But even something before an arms race or something like that was great. Uh it's been out of Australia. Uh, what are they called? I can't think of what the hell they're fucking called. Now they have a female singer, really a DB type of stuff. And like there's good music out there. And like I said, I'm not a, I'm not afraid of the beat down stuff. Like, it just all sounds the same. And it just really doesn't sound like there's any heart to it. But but you get the like the younger kids coming around with, with this 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 attitude or this like you know. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna piss on their parade. I, I'm not gonna tell just because I don't get it or I don't like it that it sucks or it's terrible or anything or how dare you do this because I don't I wouldn't want nobody doing that to me when I was a kid, you know? And I'm not gonna yeah. do that to them. But a lot of these kids they just come out with this fucking attitude now with this um I, I can't think of the name. I, I go, okay, I go on that that uh on, on the YouTube there. The eight, eight five six or whatever it is.
4: Yep. Yep.
6: Okay. Wow. I don't know. <laughs> Someone else. That's uh, that's where I get disappointed. Like, you guys
3: are like, on fight on that, right?
6: I think there might be one or two videos on there. Yeah, yeah. But most of it is like all oh, the bands now, and like a lot of these bands, they just it sounds like one band they're to the other after the right, other. A lot of it, I, I don't think it ain't for me. But some of the things they're talking about, gatekeeping. I don't know. You don't even know what the hell that means. I don't know what the hell they're talking about. And Gatekeeping
3: is like when older people tell younger people in the scene or community how it was and how it should be and what they uh, should be yeah. doing.
6: Yeah, I, I, you see, I'm not one I'm not one of those people. Yeah, you know, you do what you want, just don't be a, you know, I'm over doing what you want, just don't be a dick about it. But all these young kids are dicks about it. You know what I mean? That they might call me um I got I got a some fucking jerk off on uh, Instagram. He was bothering me about something, and he started. And he, he was from Russia, of all places. And he called me boomer, okay, okay <laughs> boomer. I was, I was like, "Are you serious?" I was like, re- "I was like, this is all, I was like, you know, this conversation's over." Like, "Right over, you start with that shit." I don't even know what all this shit means half the time. Oh, like boomer, or you're gaslighting me. Some oh, this, this, this friend of mine, this girl, we got a big argument, she, she could be a gaslighting her. I don't know what the fuck she was talking about.
4: I was like, I don't even know what that means.
3: Gaslighting's when you try to, like, confuse people into what what they're saying, like, they, like, trying to make them sound like they're crazy or...
6: Oh, well, some of these people are crazy. <laughs> 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 I, don't, I don't have to try to make them... They are not. <laughs> but, like, just the attitudes of these kids, and, like, with that and... Call them dad core and shit like that. Hell yeah,
3: I'm proud to be dad core.
6: Yeah, you know (laughs) what? Really? You got got daddy issues? I'll be your daddy for the (laughs) night. What's the problem? You know? It's just like... You never had kids, did you, Paul? Huh?
3: You never had kids, right?
6: No, 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 no. I'm I'm getting married sometime next year. It'll be my first time getting... uh, Congratulations. Oh,
3: your first time. Congratulations. Yeah,
6: yeah, yeah. I was engaged many years ago. Well, I was 21. Thank God that fell apart. That's all you said that. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been. Uh, I would, probably wouldn't be doing what I was doing right right now. I don't know where I'd honestly. But uh, yeah, I'm getting married next year. Uh, well, that's great news. Yeah, no, I'm very, I'm very happy. Very happy. I, I get a great woman in my life. She's fantastic. It's good Many to hear. Happen to me without a shadow of a doubt. And um, so I'm looking forward to that. You know, kids. I don't really see kids in the future. I uh, said, so one I'm fifty-four. Uh, she, she's like ten years younger than me, so I don't know. It Might be a little bit too late for that, for the kids. I think I would have been a good dad. That would have been kind of fun,
4: but yeah.
6: You know what are you gonna do? You
4: know, it's yeah. like,
6: You had know, the hardcore kids and something like that. Some of them, you know. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm okay. You know, okay, okay. Here, I'm not a big fan of people who bring the kids to shows. Okay. Um, even if they're playing the show,
3: like if it's their dad
6: I mean, on the you, backstage, okay, or whatever. I mean, that's fine, I guess. You can't get a sitter or, or whatever you want to. Okay, oh, no, what if, no. You, <laughs> what if you, you want your
3: kid to see you play? Like, I guess, you, wanna...
6: but you know, some of these kids are they seeing they're bored to tears,
3: sure, you
6: know, because yeah, they, they, they should,
3: work. yeah, they if they're into it, you should bring them, but if they're not, don't bring them. Yes, I
6: agree. It's a rat about a bunch of tattooed freaks going, oh, you could do, uh, you know. You know what, <laughs> He wants to go play and do something, run around. And you know, he yeah. don't like hardcore, you know? Let the kid like what he wants, you know, he she wants. You know, I agree you know, with that. Know, here's this, you should go check it out. And, and, you know, I you know, really want to see me play, you know? I work blue, you know what I mean? I use a lot of bad words to talk about situations. Six year old kid ain't got no business sitting in on that conversation. You know what I mean? So yeah. It's, yeah. Like, it, it's kind of fucked up, you know? I, I'm not a big fan of that. I so do know. you
3: feel so by you saying that you kind of feel weird when there's kids at the show because you you're like you feel like you kind of have to edit yourself. Oh I
6: don't. No, 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 not at all. No, I, I know
3: think. you no, I know you don't. I don't feel like I have to. I mean, I'm
6: not gonna
3: It doesn't make you uncomfortable at all.
6: Nah, nah, not really. It, 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 it should make the parents uncomfortable. Honestly, I mean, it's it's not, you're not bringing the dog to it, favor, so it? Your dog, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But it, it, it's, you know, <laughs> it, it, it yeah, it just, it's weird. It, it's just, I see it almost like, you know, like, it's just like showing off. Like, hey, look what I made. You know what I mean? I don't it's know. Like, I don't know what it feels like to me. I, I think
3: I, I think so so I'm forty one. I, I mean, just had
6: I'm gonna get to Harley. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, well, yeah. I mean? He was
3: playing music when he was like twelve.
6: You know, he he was growing into the middle of all that shit. Yeah, he
3: grew yeah. up great. Yeah, he Woo! was. He was. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I'm forty one years old. I just had a son who just turned 10 months old and huh. I'd bring I'd bring him to shows if he wanted to go when he's a little older.
6: Yeah, when well, he's a little older I mean, to make his, own, yeah, make his own decision. He's like, yeah, I want to go see what yeah. you're all about. Exactly.
3: If he, if he, I'd bring he, him to see yeah. Sheer Terror. You bet it. <laughs>
6: <laughs> I'd
3: be like, that's Uncle Polly up there. And we had him
6: <laughs> on the podcast.
3: <laughs> well, I mean,
6: if they, they want to check it out, I guess it's cool. But I yeah, don't Yeah, come like, on.
3: We got to, you know, if they're into it, you got to keep the youth. We got to keep real hardcore going. I guess. Uh, if they're If they're into it.
6: If they're into it, exactly. If you know, they're don't into force it. It, on it, don't force them on it on Don't force it on They they want to listen to hip hop. or...
3: Yeah, sure. Why not? Whatever.
6: You know, you, 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 go get, yeah, go listen. But it's almost like you know. I I get, oh, then on the other end of the spectrum, I get friends who are taking their kids to go see like, yes, or like you know what I mean. Some like yeah, dinosaur rock shit. Like that. <laughs> you
4: know, I'm
6: like. <laughs> First of all, you weren't even, you were barely born when that shit came out,
4: you
3: yeah. know?
6: And I ain't yep. taking your kids to go see that? Why? What, do you, what do you hate your kids? What do you want to do? That uh,
3: <laughs> I would agree. If my parents took me to see those bands, I would have been bored.
6: <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, you take your kid to go see Sinatra or something like that. And he's like, oh, that's kind of cool or whatever.
3: That would be really cool. Yeah, or Johnny he, Cash.
6: Yeah, something like that. I mean, that, that's cool. But like. Something even boring. Tom Waits. Yes, you know. That I love was, Tom I mean, Waits. Yeah, oh yeah, big time, big time. But One of my think, favorites. Take a kid to see something like fucking, you know, some prog rock bullshit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, Uncle Polly, I gotta get going. I appreciate you. I appreciate your music. I Thank would you. love to hear more of that singing in a few of your songs because you have some pipes that are amazing.
6: I appreciate that. Well, well, like you said we're working on it. I don't know when it's going to come out. It's going to be a while because we're they're just they're going to start. Uh, we're doing this tour with a with a fill on on drums. John Besser's playing drums. Anthony's not playing with the band right now. Uh, he's got oh some... yeah,
3: your younger guy.
6: Yeah, he's um, he's phenomenal, married, by the way.
4: Oh, he's phenomenal a drummer.
6: Yeah, he was yeah great drummer, but he wants to get married. so Took on more responsibility with his job. He tried to get a condo. Yeah. I uh, I'm not happy about it. But uh, well, you are
3: get, you're getting married.
6: Yeah, but I'm not uh, I'm not uh, stopping. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. I'm lucky I'm I'm, I'm looking at aspect. You know? How but, how long have
3: you had him as a drummer now?
6: He's since I put the band back together, he's the only one that's still around.
3: Oh wow. He's so, so good. 12
6: years. Yeah, great kid, great drummer. And uh but yeah.
3: He's younger too, right? How old is he?
6: He's thirty two now. That's young. Something like that, I forget. Yeah.
3: But See, there's uh, still young people into hardcore.
6: Yeah, I know. jerks.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, I appreciate you. I gotta get going. Go. I can get back to work.
4: <laughs> oh,
6: that stinks.
3: I'm on my lunch break.
6: Damn. You yeah, for work? i work. I work late. Right. What's that? What do you do for work?
3: uh I'm actually. I work at a t-shirt printing place in oh, Chicago. Okay.
4: Oh, yep. all right. All
6: right. Yep. Chicago, Lake Chicago, good town.
3: Yep. Western Avenue. T shirts, if you need any. I know no, you already right. got a guy.
6: Yeah, no, no that's, that's <laughs> I'm not I'm good. not
3: here to push my services. No, anymore. no, no, no. I get it. <laughs> I
6: get it. No, no, you know, Chicago's a great town. Liars, best sure. nice ball in Chicago.
3: Yeah, man. We're playing Liars Club at the uh in November.
6: Ah, cool. Very cool. My boy Herb. Yep. Herb, Herb yep. is a really good friend of mine.
3: <laughs> beer the beer nuts.
6: Hell yeah. Fuck yeah.
3: Fuck yeah, yeah. man. Cool. Well, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for doing this.
6: Thank you, Proud. I appreciate it. All right. Take care. Thank you.
5: All right. Hey, listen, we had Uncle Polly earlier in this episode, and there was some conversation happening with our good buddy, or some conversation happening about our good buddy from Oak and Crow, Jacob. So, uh, Wiley, w- Wiley, won't you tell us a little bit about what's going to be happening at this moment?
3: Well, for the listener, you just heard Uncle Polly ramble about all of his beautiful and wonderful things that he rambles about, which we love. Yes. And super grateful for having Uncle Polly Shire Tara on this podcast. By the way, yes, but he, uh, he kind of, he kind of, uh, you know through our, our good old buddy and sponsor of the podcast uh Oak and Crow under the bus a tiny bit. Oh, no. So we thought we would give Jacob the chance to retort. So let's just recap even though y'all just listened to it. But, <laughs> but Jacob hasn't heard it in a minute. So I'm going to recap for him. So Uncle Polly, paraphrasing, pretty much said, yo, go after yourself. You didn't ask us to uh, to be part of your coffee company number one, Uno. You asked other folks, but you didn't ask Sheer Terror, Uncle Paulie. We got songs about coffee since day one, old school, hardcore. Why didn't you ask us? Go fly a kite, sucker. Pretty much, paraphrasing. Yeah. <laughs> In so yeah. many words. In so many words. <laughs> I might've added a few for color, for colorful uh, character embellishment. But yeah,
0: more colorful,
3: he was more colorful, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, Jacob, what's your retort to Uncle Polly?
0: Well, as you know, he finally admitted during that that I did ask him, and uh, yeah, but not first, I, yeah, which I don't know why you needed to ask him first, but I, I because he has songs about coffee.
3: I got songs about freaking coffee here.
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> and then he said he wanted some. He wanted some specific coffees, and I can get those. In fact, hold on. I'm looking at the harvest schedule for Burundi, and harvest should have ended July, beginning of August, and they started arriving last month in port and warehouse. So. And I even hit him up online. I was like, look, we can get you that Burundi if that's what you want. We'll get it. Did he get and, back to you? No. no well, he, he holds grudges. That's his thing.
3: Well, but to hold on. But, <laughs> but to his defense here, we did record his section in October because he is going on a very lengthy tour. Right. Which is so, now over. Oh, it is over now. Yeah. Well, what the hell? Are you sure like the second or third leg doesn't start again or something like that?
0: No, he's uh, as far as I know, he's done. And uh, yeah, he didn't get back to me, but I, uh, yeah, if he doesn't want to do it, I I don't have time to chase bands. If he decides he wants to do it, we'll do it. But if not, that's all right.
3: Come on. What's your, what's your actual retort here?
0: No, that's it. That
3: uh, was too businessy and nice. This is a podcast. We got to,
0: Dude, Sell I, air. I work almost full-time at a coffee bar in a vegan diner. Oh, great, here and we go. I run Oak and Crow by myself. I don't have an accountant, a graphic artist, I nothing. It's just me. I don't have time to chase bands.
3: You got a screen printer.
0: I do, and they do kick-ass work. Yeah! Dude, he, <laughs> we're having this conversation, and Jacob is
5: legit sealing coffee bags and, <sighs> like, me. <laughs>
3: Yeah, and working.
5: He's like working while we're doing this. Coffee wait for no
3: person. (laughs) I mean, in all fairness, I'm at work and I put... I mean, I'm still working right now.
0: Yeah, you look like you're working. I'm telling (laughs) Derek.
3: I'm just taking a a little break. (laughs) just taking a little break. Doing freaking Me Without You holiday. Me Without You is never done, by the way. They're never done. They won't be done. They're never going to be done. So
0: just so I know. Are they your house band? They,
3: (laughs) they, I'm not getting into it, but.
0: (laughs) But uh, yeah, they're never done. We could all hope to be in a band that needs that much merch. Yes.
3: And we could all hope that there's one more person that could help me make it all.
0: I hear you. I hear you. You do.
3: You actually do hear me because you're over there doing your work slinging your biz
5: (laughs) pumping the brand dude it's gonna be like if if coffee and hardcore per chance makes it to like 2025 2026 we're gonna we're gonna be having this conversation with all of us again and wiley's still gonna be printing t-shirts for me without you Oh,
3: for, yeah, for
5: right. fact, <laughs> because
3: 2025, 2026 is going to be their reunion tour because right. they're going to realize that they like, man, it's easier just to uh, make shirts and go on the road and and tour and get us a bunch. Some sl- slum- can't even speak. <laughs> 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 Too much ink in the brain. Maybe they- a lump sum of money at once.
1: Yes. Maybe than to maybe work
3: Sadie's a record take on the road oh maybe they do but they're done supposedly
0: <laughs> supposedly yeah we'll see. supposedly yeah.
3: supposedly oh, no God. one cares they're not hardcore not talking about them okay wow. so uncle Paul well this is coffee hardcore not coffee yeah. and smooth jazz but <laughs> um <laughs> find alternative <laughs> hipster folk punk I don't know. But look, but look, Jacob, you're a hard worker. In my head, I had this retort going a whole better, different way. It didn't. That's okay. (laughs) You're too busy to seriously concentrate. Look at him.
0: Hey, despite what Brian Gray may have told you, I'm not a total dick all the time.
3: (laughs) He didn't tell me that. He loves you. (laughs) I'm kidding. He loves you to death. My wife told me I got my uh my Oak and Crow coffee travel mug in the mail. So now I can give her back her descendants one that I bought for her for Christmas like three years ago and I stole. Wait, that's hers? Yeah.
0: Oh, that's messed up.
3: I know. Do you see me with it all the time? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now the Oak and Crow one will be mine, and I'll give her her Christmas present back from 2018.
5: Damn. That's nice of you.
4: Man, you filled it. Yeah, no.
0: Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. Anyways,
3: <laughs> goodbye, Jacob. Question all mark. Right, Mick. <laughs>
4: I'm
3: fine. I'm fine. <laughs> He's got a case. He had some. He had some edibles before he joined this podcast. <laughs> I, that
0: sounds like a plan. Oh.
3: <laughs> he had some. Uh, some. uh, Straight edge edibles, I guess.
5: No, straight edge. As edibles. I was yeah. at work all day and and he's uh, yeah. got the slap
3: happies. Case yes. of it, big old yeah. case of the slap happies.
0: <laughs> Whatever. Oh, man. This segment's done. I'm oh. over it. Bye, Jacob. Sorry, dude. I know you wanted something obnoxious, but yes, ah, I got love for Paulie. He doesn't want to do a coffee. He doesn't want to do coffee. Why the hell not are you on this up. podcast right now? Because <laughs> <laughs> you interrupted my dinner and told me I had to.
3: No, 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 no. I asked you like a month ago. Hey, you want to retort to Uncle Polly? And you wrote back, "Yes." Well, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, there. Well, there it is.
5: He Jacob's not going to be drugging in the mud. Drugging. Uh, drug, drug in the mud. He's keeping it positive. Yeah, I know.
3: It's cool. It's cool. I just thought we'd have a little. I just thought we'd have a little uh, fun banter, but it's cool. We can have a boring segment. I'm cool with it.
0: Ouch! All right. Love you, Jacob. Seriously, love you. How about this? Fuck Paulie. I hated in sync anyway.
2: Yeah.
0: whatever hell yeah dude your rap your rap tracks coming
3: out soon the f uncle Polly single
1: oh god
3: that's what i wanted to hear boom segment over get out of here all right
5: all right hey it's band review time and we've got three killer bands three amazing albums well two albums and an ep Right? Yeah,
3: Steven with his EPs.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even an EP. It's, it's more of a single with a couple more songs. Hey, yeah. I'm not complaining. <laughs> Makes my job easier. <laughs> we, got some,
5: we got some good stuff. I'm going to start with uh, my album first, if that's all right, fellas. Please do. All right. So I have brought this band to the table before, I believe. They had an EP at the beginning of the year. But here we are 11 months later, and now Inclination has brought us unaltered perspective. It dropped in October 1021 on Pure Noise Records. 11 tracks, Wiley. Wait. 2022. 2022, sorry, yes. Yes. See, dang it, I was trying to get all the intricate parts <laughs> that you like, and I totally messed it up. All good. all good. No judgment.
3: No judgment here. You got the date
5: wrong. 1022, <laughs> <10-22, laughs> pure noise records, 11 tracks. Once again, they bring monstrous guitars that just cut through the mix and slap you in the face. The bass rips like a saw. I, I, I don't know how they made the bass get meaner, but from the EP to this, it just, it's just gnarly. It just rips. <laughs> and you put that nasty buzzsaw bass tone and those bass riffs with the insane drums. The, the drummers is just solid. And you put that together. You got this killer rhythm section with these monstrous guitars, and then you got a vocalist that goes from like a psycho killer to this snotty noise to a point where he just wants to slap your mama it's just all this oh. together and i I just uh, i i really dig this band and um my the song that i like is really like this second song on the second song on the album epidemic it's right after the little intro thingy and it goes right into that song i can't get away from it i love a bunch of other songs and i know um Thoughts and prayers was one that I I really dug off the EP, but I think this one slaps way harder. I love it, and we're gonna play it right now, and then you can tell me your thoughts because this is the best song. And prayers, yes. <laughs> Here it is, epidemic. What did you think? Where you are my think,
3: sunglasses? Uh... That was so blistering.
1: <laughs>
5: uh, well, fellas, what'd you think?
1: Good, Wiley. You you let them know because I'm getting in trouble with this one. I'll I'll go last.
3: Oh no, that <laughs> intrigues oh, me.
1: No. But let me can I
3: can I start on a uh not so popular note, but yes, also because it made me. Feel weird about something that I had done musically, also. I'll just get into it. You have no
4: idea what I'm talking do about. It. Do so
3: it. So I found this intro to be incredibly cheesy <laughs> like spreadable cheese on, cheese whiz, cheese factory from Wisconsin, wearing a cheese helmet, cheese hat, cheesy. Dang. It made me wonder if the, so I sent you guys this, but I know you don't really listen to it till our release, the two minute minor releases get closer, but I did something as as an outro on this newest EP that's coming out whenever, because freaking, uh, vinyl plants are backed up. Like, but I did something with, with my son on one of them. And now I'm like, Oh dude, is that a mistake? Like, is that as cheesy as this? And I just didn't realize it. And now I just put out a freaking cheesy outro. Like, that's what it made me think. And I was like, contemplating. And I was like, maybe it's not, maybe the intro that they did isn't that cheesy. Let me go back and listen to it. And I was like, oh my gosh, dude, I'm lactose intolerant and it gave me stomach pains. But anyways, then the record hits in hard, and it doesn't quit for the next 30-ish minutes. This is definitely the most hardcore pick out of the three that we did this month. I absolutely love this record after the intro kicks in. It's hard-hitting. <laughs> it's a freaking banger, dude, for real. Yes. The guitar yes. doesn't disappoint at all. It has an early 90s hardcore feel. Even gives me like the older Zeo feel at times, like with his vocals yes. and the guitars. Yes. Like how they ring out the guitars and how he does his vocals. I'm a huge fan of this record. It's heavy. It's melodic. I think it's one of the best completed records I've heard in a long time. Every instrument and every piece fits perfectly for this band. Yes. Without a word is my jam because I love the melodic guitar mixed with the crunchy guitar tone in the background. Dude, it's so good. It's seriously so good. I, I went back and listened to that beginning over and over. I also love the vocals on this track and this whole record. Like you said, like the vocalist just does different crazy things. And I love him. He's so good. It sounds like he's trying to desperately get his point across after running like a few blocks or a marathon, which I love. It's amazing. It's amazing. It is. And the groove just makes you shake your head and bob it to the beat. It's heavy as hell. It doesn't disappoint. I think this record is unstoppable. Cut that intro out. This is this is one of the best records.
5: That's what I do. I skip the intro. I know that's horrible. I shouldn't say that, <laughs> but I I do. I skip it and go to the next song because I love Epidemic so much. <laughs>
3: yeah, <laughs> so good. I just don't like those like talking, like telling you right. how to feel or what's going on <laughs> in the world. Like it's it reminds me like you're in the studio and you're like. I got ton of tracks. We could do one more. I, I got this inspirational speech I wrote down. I'm just <laughs> gonna share it to the world, and it's gonna change lives. And it's like, no, it's not gonna change lives. It's bad. It's cheesy. It's gonna get skipped.
5: But you like the intro to the Vanguard record? Oh, I do.
3: But Ooh. that's <laughs> but that's different, right? Because not, it's it not. The, it's not the right. singer uh, explaining a message to somebody about the record or about life. It's It's someone who's like a public speaker. It's a clip, someone talking. Right. (laughs) I think it's different.
5: I just want to give you shit. That's why I was.
3: (laughs) No. And I truly (laughs) am worried that this outro that I did on this new two minute minor record that isn't out yet. is bad. (laughs) No. Like, I think it's good for me because it's about my son. Right. But I think people are going to be like, I don't care. This, this is cheesy. This. So, and, it make, and it makes me go oh no did i do something wrong <laughs> anyways that's how i feel this band is awesome let's not take away from this record because it's so good it's recorded well it's written well it's thought out it's just a great record yeah i
5: dig it all right steven oh steven, tear it apart. Oh, steven. <laughs> all right so
1: I'll, straight edge hardcore how could i not love it like um but you the, don't he's, no, I do, I do love it. I agree with you about the first song. It's I, I think they're the bestest straight edge hardcore band out today. Um, the bestest, love
4: the it. The bestest.
1: And um, so, <laughs> so Jerry Jerry from Patient Zero, I saw him post the day that this got released. He said he, he owns and runs patient zero records. Did they put it out? No, he said anyone that has a record label <sighs> wish, wish that they put this album out. Yeah, that's how true. Good it is. And I agree with him. And and Who honestly, put it out? Pure noise. Pure oh. noise. Yes. Pure noise. Put it out. Okay. Um. Yeah. So I mean, honestly, it's a beast of an album. Like they, they come out of Louisville and they're throwing hard punches. Probably the hardest punches you've seen since Muhammad Ali's floating like oh, a butterfly, yeah. sting like a bee.
2: Oh, love but it.
1: What, but what's gonna get me in trouble is I think it kind of competes with a, a moral Lars album in my well, books. Wow. Yeah. So, Ooh, I, that I moral know, law s- album, <laughs> I've said this before in the podcast, but uh, it, it's definitely up there. Um, why would that it, get you far... in trouble though?
3: I thought you were gonna <laughs> dislike this record.
1: No, I, I love the record, I actually love it so much that it might be a past the moral law. Uh, oh, that's how you're getting in trouble, <laughs> 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 you bastard. Uh-
4: Dude, it's it's <laughs>
3: <laughs> There's no way it's past the moral <laughs> law record. I'll,
5: listen, hold on, hold on. It's, it's dude, it's neck and it's neck. Really, I'm gonna have it's to really, agree good. with good, dude. It's, oh,
1: it's hell, really freaking good! It's really well written, and I mean, it, it hits like everything that my ears like. So I don't know. It, it's it's like you said. It's this is the the most hardcore album that we're reviewing today. So I don't know. It, it's great. I think it's good, and um, we will have that conversation next month.
4: Oh hell! <laughs> <laughs>
1: taking down the champions i think um i think my favorite song i got two so marooned Ooh, is up there yeah. and a decision you know the lyrical content in there just hit me like a ton of bricks so um i think it's a great pick i love it and i'm sure you will so go listen to it
3: yeah good job mick holy cow
5: Yep, see, Good and you, dude, you, Wiley, you were giving me grief because I I picked a band that we had already done, and I was like, uh-uh, dude.
3: No, no, no. I wasn't giving you grief. I was just <laughs> no, confused because I was like, <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, why does this look so familiar? Why does the artwork and the name and the songs sound familiar? And you're like, right. oh, they sort of put this out as a few songs as like a teaser EP thing, and I was like, oh, okay. Oh, no, I, I was just trying to figure out why it was familiar sounding.
1: I think it'd be, it'd be yeah. pretty cool pretty cool to have them on the podcast, to be honest. I think that they'd, yeah. if I one of them is up. listening, it'd be cool to have one of them come on here. If Appreciate Moral Law is
3: listening, you're still the champ. <laughs> <laughs> In it's my fast. book.
1: <laughs>
3: <You> bastard.
1: <laughs> right before December.
3: <laughs> right before we pick.
1: They, they give you the champs, but uh, the, the Bruins are going to take 2023, so.
3: Well, yeah, dude, the Bruins are on fire. <laughs> Holy cow, let's talk about the Bruins. I'm a Red Wings fan. Well, yeah, this is weird, right? I just I texted this the other day to the the hockey group who never texts me back. I said the Boston Bruins are number 1 in the league. The Red Wings are dead middle, 16th place, and then mixed Ducks are dead last
4: at 32. <laughs> but, hey, hey, what did the
5: ducks do to the wings the other night? Uh yeah.
2: <laughs> dude, all the red wings
3: had to do was just hold on for 35 seconds and they got ziegrist.
5: Yep, they got ziegrist.
3: <laughs> what if ziegrist was on a good team? What if they what if Zgrist and terry were on the freaking Bruins? Right. Yeah, no, for real.
0: You would
3: would never lose.
0: Right? Yeah,
3: but they're on the Ducks, so it evens out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to get into the Ducks. (laughs) All right, so my pick. Yeah. My band is Drug Church. And the album is Hygiene. And there's 10 tracks. (laughs) And it was released March... Of 2017, just kidding, 2022. (laughs) And I'll say, I really do like this band because it reminds me of bands that I would and still do listen to from the 90s. It mixes in heavy elements uh, at times. It's weird because it has, and I texted you guys this and I said, ooh, I'm going to use this in the podcast. But it has a a mix between, like, Weezer, mixed with Toadies, mixed with Pixies, with the dash of hardcore every Mm -hmm. once in a while. Like, you get that little hardcore flavor, you know, maybe 10 times throughout the whole record. Just a dash. Just not overdone. But I honestly don't think I'd put this album in the hardcore genre at all. But uh, I'm glad they did, because that's how I got to hear it. Um, I do follow... Uh, Brooklyn Vegan and they posted about it a a little while back when it came out and I remember listening to it and I was like this is interesting and I kept going back and listening to it because I was like well where's the hardcore in it you know so anyways I decided I wanted to to review it and I think that's all fine it's still a quality record it's fantastic songwriting and they're crazy talented musicians Um, it has the band you guys know the band Fucked Up right yes Like. It has that feel sometimes, especially on the track Plucked, and I dig it. I think it's that spacey, pretty guitar mixed with the, the vocal melody. And I think Plucked is my favorite track, but I, it's not going to be the track that I'm going to drop on the podcast, and I'll tell you in a second. Okay. But the beginning of Million Miles of Fun has a turnstile feel, and then it comes into this 90 alternative feel again. It's a very interesting record, I feel like. I think it changes a lot. Like. Detective Lieutenant has this like '80s post-punk feel to it, and the album is just all over the place in a good way. Uh, the track "Tiresome" also has a more interesting Foo Fighters feel in the beginning. The guitar player is definitely super diverse in the way he plays, and uh, I would say that "World Impact" is the most punk hardcore-sounding song, and it just borrows from that from that sound. Really, it doesn't. It just like dabbles in it, in the hardcore. Um I say the drummer is fantastic. Um because the drums are super fantastic on this record. What do they you guys are. think? They are. Oh, yeah. But I think but I think piss <laughs> I love this title by the way. I think piss and quiet is the song <laughs> I want to play. It's not my fa- it's not my all-time favorite on this record, but I think it's the best to play on this podcast. It's the one with the more heavy tracks and uh it's got that awesome hard amazing driving beat so let's drop uh piss and quiet and because it has the best name piss and quiet now piss and quiet piss and quiet
5: us so what'd you guys think of piss and quiet <laughs> <laughs> dude i i i agree with you i when i started listening to this band like when i started seeing a bunch of people post about it and then a lot of folks that i that are in the hardcore scene even bands like that we've even had on this show before post about drug church post about going to see them live post about their album and I was like okay if all these people are talking about it then I want to listen to it and you're right it's like the best of 90s that that you know the the indie rock grunge meets post hardcore I mean it's mm-hmm. like the best of both worlds it's very moody but not so moody that it's depressing it's like moody fun which is 90s grunge right so yes. I yeah I really I dig this album quite a bit. I didn't think I would, for some dumb reason, um, but the more I listen to it, the more I like it. It's kind of um, when I'm playing stuff in the background at work or at home, like, and I want something that's you know not like yelling or screaming or hardcorey.
3: <laughs> hardcorey,
5: hardcorey. I bust this out and play it, and so because it kind of itches that it's heavy, but but you know got that. You know, flair that the vo- and the vocalist okay. is good, man. Like, uh, I, I'm impressed, really. Yeah, yeah.
4: You like, heard that you- on the
5: Corey and coffee
1: podcast. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think, Stephen? Dude, dude, I'm so glad you picked this. So, I'll be honest. Like, it it grew on me um, when I first saw this album. I would, I tried to get into it, and I, I didn't right away. Um, but I, when I Listening to it for the review, I appreciate it even more because I feel like I was uh, forced to listen to it a little bit more in depth. Um, and, it, and it actually brought me back. So I'm going to share a little bit um, of my past because it brought me back to a place where I had a huge musical um, influence. My oldest sister used to go away to college. She'd come back. And when she came back during the summers, it was like the most exciting part of my summer because... She would be blaring like Fugazi, L7, Pixies, Mud Honey, you know, David Bowie from like her room. And, and it was stuff she was bringing back from her college years. And my like eight year old, nine year old ears were like perked up hearing this stuff. So that's what this album reminded me of. I could so hear my sister like blaring this from her room and me being, being like, what is that? Because it's so. Your
3: childhood was like the beginning of almost famous
1: yeah pretty much <laughs> that was <is, laughs> great she, she had a huge influence on my uh, musical taste she got me into a ton of stuff um and i could That's definitely cool. i know she would she would be blaring this album um it it's great it's that perfect mix of alternative um and a tad touch of hardcore but uh, it's a great album and if you haven't heard it you, you need to um and well they heard a song chance, yeah yeah well you know give it give the album a chance to like don't don't get out of it go in and listen to the whole yeah. thing a couple times because i think once you hear it a couple times you get into it and, and you start to really hear what they're doing um but it's a great pick but i have an honest question for both of you why do you
3: think it's in the hardcore genre um
1: I think that they they're hardcore. So who's in the band? Is the band made up of hardcore kids? Um, I don't know. Like nowadays, you know, I don't have the answer
3: you're looking for. Yeah,
1: but but that's that's my 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 guess is that it's people that from other bands in the hardcore scene. um, They play with hardcore bands, so they're you know they're in that scene, Um, and it 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 fits because there's you know you always want something a little bit different and. Yeah, I I don't know if it does fit, though. And I'm being honest, I like the album.
3: But it's, and I'm not, like, pulling an Uncle Paulie and saying, like,
2: turnstile record ain't hardcore. (laughs) Like,
3: that's not what I mean. Like, it legit isn't really hardcore. Like, it borrows from it Mm -hmm. sort of sometimes, maybe, if you're reaching. But it's really not a hardcore record. It's a fantastic record.
1: It's not a hardcore record. Kind of what what also comes to mind from this year is that no pressure album and that that's kind of like a, um uh what's it called the it's kind of punky you know mm-hmm. and then they're always with the hardcore bands and the, playing the in the scene um but it's really just that's just you know screamo punk so uh that kind of reminds me of it because they're a little different but they're in it too okay so. okay
5: and i I think it's like one of those things where i don't know i think right now in the because i the age group that the hardcore scene is right now there is an affection for 90s indie rock and grunge right because you know that that was probably playing on either their parents stereos or they were hearing it at school or whatever you know like it's kind of made this resurgence again. And so I think it's grabbed that attention. And I think it, I, you know, and it's probably like, this is going to be hilarious, but I was talking to, um, ah, I can't remember who it was in Zao, but we were talking about, you know, bands that we would get stuck on records and we listen to all the time. But when I was, after I had left the band, like I remember Brett and Jesse and, you know, some of those guys were totally into the second third eye blind album. And yeah, nice. They'll tell uh, you like they'll tell you like that had a major influence on some of the stuff that they wrote. Now, if you think really? about it, like, yeah, oh yeah, just just the way this the production of the album, you know, the way this they wrote their songs, the way it sounded, like, so it would influence like and like you can't pick a Zo song from that time period and go, oh, that sounds like third eye blind, but it definitely had an influence on them to be better, to play better, to to want their guitars to sound a certain way. And I think maybe that's what Drug Church is doing with this album. They've got a bunch of stuff out other than just this record. I never paid any attention to them at all until this record.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: Does that make sense? Like I yeah and it's I mean, kind of like either, some yeah. other stuff. You know, it's kind of like some other stuff like. I think about it. in my past like i never really listened to what you know when like nirvana like i didn't pay attention to their first album
4: but well, yeah right right.
5: the second one came out like and i should have paid attention to the first album because the first album was on sub pop which was what sunny day real estate was on you know so mm-hmm. like i already had a connection with that record label why was i not listening to that album because it didn't catch my eye and until that second one came out so you know it's just like I think that's the I think it's catching the scene like they're you know it's like you could you could take drug church and put them on tour with turnstile
3: yeah of course you could yeah for sure
5: I mean and so I don't know it just for what's happening now it fits so I don't know it's got an influence definitely (laughs)
3: Yeah. I just <laughs> no no you no I so no yeah. no I agree. I'm still like hung up on that whole third eye blind thing. All <laughs> like right, bring us now. into no cure, Stephen.
1: All right. So I went with no cure, uh Birmingham, Alabama, Straight Edge. Uh they released Curse from the Birth. It's it's a single, but it's an EP because it's got four songs. Um, these guys, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> back up. It's, it's, back so up. it's it's a single, but it, they put it together with three more songs. So it's really considered an EP, right? Yeah. So? so yeah, it's an EP. So
3: why is why do you think it's a single? Like "Curse from Birth" is
1: the single. So "Curse from Birth" is the single, but they they did group it with three songs. Two songs were prior released, um, and one uh. is, one of the other one is new. So I would refer to it as a an EP. Okay, um, some may think of it as a single, but um, I don't absolutely. think
5: anyone would unless
1: they knew what you knew. <laughs> um, On
5: Spotify, Spotify lists it as a single.
1: Right? Does it? Yeah.
5: Yes. yeah, I don't know.
1: <laughs> so, so, I guess so, I'm wrong.
5: <laughs> I stand corrected.
3: Thanks for picking a single, Stephen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, so they deliver, right? They yes. and they are. Uh, Cross, an, ag- an aggressive mix Of hardcore and death metal um, This band is nothing But pure awesomeness I mean, they the guitars are like Endless chainsaws um, The the vocalist definitely he, he brings it together For this this band they, They're good, I mean, I haven't listened to them So they dropped a, another um, Group of songs at the beginning of the year And I can tell you if you listen to that Group of songs and this one um, They've matured they've definitely grown. The sound is, is, um, is much better quality. I think Um, they cover an earth crisis song, which I know uh, someone's excited about on this, uh, on this (laughs) broadcast. Um, But yeah, they, they dropped um, the cover of firestorm on edge day. And I love the cover because they made it their own. I can't stand when, when bands try to do exactly what the original band did, Cause I just think that's like kind of lame, but um they, they turned it into their own and, and it, it's pretty sweet. It's a great cover. Um I think the guitar work comboed with the vocalist definitely makes this band for me. They are just so aggressive, so heavy. Um I can't even, I, I gotta let you hear it. So I'm going to explain it in a few simple words. Um Brutal, straight edge, Brutal, brutal, and of course brutal. So nice. let's go with my favorite track. <laughs> uh we're gonna go, we're gonna bump up uh Curse from a birth. So let's uh let's punch him in the gut and and throw some haymakers. it. Yes, Nick. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Here it is.
2: Get a by a rock up for strike! <laughs> Let's
1: what'd you think come on give it to me <laughs> go for it Mick.
5: all right so i i've got my notes right here and i'm just gonna read <laughs> down point by point are you ready yep because i was listening to this at work and people kept walking by and giving me strange looks and so <laughs> i just wrote thoughts down so here are my thoughts on this record mass chaos pissed off hornet's nest Really makes me anxious in a good way. How many vocalists are there in this band? I'm a sucker for that pot snare. I feel like it wants to punch me in the face. And finally, fuck yeah, Firestorm.
3: (laughs) You sent us these notes. Right. And it's so much funnier when you say them.
5: (laughs) I really dig. I didn't think I was going to like this at all. And I really dig it. It's
3: can like, you can you repeat your notes one more time? Yeah, yes. Right. You, you're, you're <laughs> one more time. But can you repeat them like you're like a professor at a college giving about to give a test?
4: <laughs> I'll try like you're here super serious about it. Super serious. Right. <laughs> okay. So
5: here are my thoughts on no cure, curse from birth, mass chaos, pissed off hornets nest. Really makes me anxious how many vocalists are in this band i'm a sucker for that pot snare i feel like it wants to punch me in the face pot fuck snare. yeah firestorm. firestorm you know what do you know what i mean when a pot snare it sounds like he's hitting a pot, like pot. it's like bang 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 Dude, that's so and
4: there's good. a couple that's times when. it's like
5: it's a couple. There's a couple times when it gets when like the dude is just drilling the snare and it just feels like it <laughs> just punches you in the face. Like it's, hey, my, 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 it's like what? Oh, but no, God. I really I really dig it. And then I wasn't expecting. I didn't know they covered Firestorm, so I'm just listening to these songs, and I don't think I ever got to the last song because I was just trying to catch like which one really catches my eye. And then I looked and I said, Firestorm is that really?
3: It is.
5: And I was like, yes.
3: So there's like, four yeah. tracks, and he didn't make it to the end.
5: I didn't. Like, <laughs> Dude, I'm not kidding you. This, Like, when I listen to this, I get really anxious. Like, it, <laughs> it does something. It's like, I don't understand. Like, Why is all this going on? And I honestly don't know. Is that the same vocalist?
1: Yes. Dude, the pot
3: snare is the best.
5: <laughs> Fresh so pots! So really, there's only one vocalist? Like, he does all that?
1: Yep. What the hell dude that's yeah. scary. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. they've they've been um traveling on tour right now and I've been catching a little clips here and there and there's a lot of aggression. Dang. It's uh it's uh it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh,
5: if if um if they weren't in the band I'm kind of I would be a little nervous about the singer. <laughs> Cuz dude that guy is like all over like you just, you ha- like seriously Like the song that you picked was perfect because it gave a perfect example of what these guys do. And I didn't,
3: didn't Dan from Zayo in the documentary say, uh, someone asked him why he screams all the time and he said it's cheaper than therapy. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You think that's the case? Like he's just
5: exercising his demons? Yes. Yeah. I think that's what's happening in this band. His multiple personalities. That's probably why it's probably why it makes me feel anxious. Like his anxiety is 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 coming out.
1: He's coming out,
5: and I'm absorbing it, and then I have to do something with it. Like, what do I do with all this nervous energy?
3: And then you got that pot snare in the background. Yes, that's pot off. snare. Is just...
4: <laughs> Those are the best notes I've ever heard. Uh,
5: it's 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 not like it's not like you know the big huge metal barrel that was in that one. Uh, that's for the snare sound for that one Metallica album.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like the middle
5: barrel, like bang, bang. It's like, better
3: than that. St. Anger. Yes, St. Anger. There's it's a guy somebody... online who like sets up a full-on keg and he's hitting it and he's like, yes. this is how he recorded all of St. Anger. <laughs> Dude,
1: <laughs> there's there's a there's a um, page on Instagram. It's Instagram Breakdowns. And they they take the first song, Final Truth, and they use the snare and someone smashed their face off the ground. So... <gasps> What? Go go yeah. It's it's pretty funny. It, so like every no, time con- the-
3: that what was I'm confused. Not a every
1: t- every time he hits the ground, the snare hits. So it, oh, it's, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 pretty funny. You got to check. I gotcha. It out. I gotcha. I won't be checking it out, but
3: <laughs> I will let you know what I think of this single EP EP single. Yes, please. I think Stephen likes the blistering EP singles, single EP single singles, <laughs> and. I'm totally okay with it. Like I said earlier, it makes my job reviewing much easier. (laughs) Yet, I did listen to this like six times in a row. I do, I like this release. It's heavy. I'm a sucker for those early 2000, like Norma Jean guitar tones and riffs, if you know what I'm talking about there, guys. Mm -hmm. Um, The bendy guitars, you know. I dig the vocals a ton. The drummer is unstoppable with that snare pot. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> and everything works for me with these four tracks. Like it's got metal core mixed with heavy hardcore. I like the dive bombs on the guitars. It's heavy. Yes. It's chaotic. I even love the bass drops. Like, I don't know if you guys noticed that, but like yes. it's got the pig squeals randomly just kind of scattered in there. Sometimes not too much. I like it. vocalist is pissed off because you would be as well. If you were cursed from birth.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I honestly don't have a favorite track because they're all good and honestly they're all they all sound very similar. Um True. and that's not a bad thing at all. It's just it flows no. together well. It's just uh it makes sense that it's the EP single 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 EP EP single because they all sound the same. I'm for it. Yes. If it was nice. more than four tracks, hmm this would be a different review, but I like it. I approve. Yeah, good stuff. Whatever that means to you.
5: <laughs> oh, geez.
3: Take us Jeez. out of here, Mick. Get us to the next segment already. Jeez.
1: All right, here we go. Let's go. Hello? Hello? Hello! Here we go. It's the end of the show. Um, not you the just world, heard, so,
4: just the end of yeah, the not, show.
1: Not, not the world, <laughs> just it's the show. It's the end of the show, as you know it, <laughs> and we will we will be back. We will be back with more. Um, great show, awesome stuff. Uh, some some pretty funny moments. Um, <laughs> what do we got coming up next? Man, What's we that? got Squint.
3: Oh yeah, Squint. One of my favorite hardcore bands for sure. It's our and holiday we, episode.
1: Holiday gonna, episode. Are we covering? Um, we're gonna do albums of the year, right?
3: We are doing are we albums do a, of the year. That's our big.
1: A, are we gonna do a coffee of the year? Ooh. Well, sure. Shit, yeah, why not? Hmm. Yeah, maybe that's a good I idea. Maybe
3: or, or yeah, yeah maybe, I gotta, maybe, I,
5: maybe maybe. I've got a good. I got a good coffee to review next month too. So
3: me oh, too. We'll mm-hmm. I'm doing James Coffee Company.
5: I'm doing Kitty Town.
1: Kitty <laughs> Town. <laughs> all right, I gotta, I gotta hear that one. <laughs> we, we, we up the pumps and we
5: represent the kitty cats
1: right? with Kitty yeah. Town. It's only fair,
5: <laughs> dude. Or listen, it. cause, cause it's November and thankful, but you guys got to know a few things. All right, number one, we're closing this show out with this, dude. I got a three-legged cat now. You do. I have a three-legged cat. Like I legit can do the whole dumb and dumber sketch, like when everything's falling apart and I can end it with our, our pets legs are falling off. Like, you know, when dumb and dumber is <laughs> like our
1: pets' heads are falling off. Like it's
5: yeah. I got a three-legged cat. It's now it, part of my family.
1: What's the cat's name? Tripod?
5: No. It was gonna be Hoggles because huggles. you know it. Hoggles, you know, like hops around. That's also the the that's the um that's the troll that's on labyrinth. Yeah, mm. and then uh, but we changed it to Buffy because we have a Willow, so now we have Buffy and Willow. So nice. Nice. there you go. So yeah, that
4: happened.
5: <laughs> I That's cool. Cat. I almost got beat up by an old woman. I like this. At um, at what's the. Hobby Town. A, What's at it at called? Hobby, hobby, sorry. Hobby Lobby. <laughs> at hobby a town. Starbucks? No, no, no. I was at Hobby Lobby. I was, at, I was wearing. Oh, yeah. Freaking, you told me this
3: story. Yeah. I was yeah, wearing yeah. a
5: freaking October Bird of Death shirt and I'm walking around Hobby Lobby getting some stuff for a commercial that my store, my music store, was getting ready to shoot. And <clears throat> this old woman <clears throat> looks at me and says, I don't like your shirt. Like, legit looked at me and said this and because i work at a music store with a bunch of goofballs my response was just like this well i don't like your face <laughs> and just because that's we say that all the time at work just being dumb and i totally caught myself and i was like oh, man, i'm 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 sorry i'm just being dumb i work with a bunch of goofballs and and i didn't mean to say that i apologize you just caught me off guard i'm sorry and she goes well didn't your parents teach you manners and i'm like well yeah but they also told me to mind my own business like what the (laughs) heck is going on here and you say that to her yes i did and this (laughs) dude walks around that works there and he looked right at me and he goes sir are you do, do you need any help is there anything i can do for you and i looked at him and i'm like no man i just want to buy this stuff and leave and he's like well if you need anything else you let me know and then he just gave this woman like a dirty look and went back around his business and i just looked at her and i was like what 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 do i do and i just left <laughs> I just went and checked out but yeah it's all your fault wiley i was wearing your band's old shirt. well
3: maybe one of her kids was <laughs> One of the kids that got possessed by Hocus Pocus, too. You never know.
5: You never know. It was October. So
3: you yeah. should have some compassion for oh. the uh, kids who have gotten possessed by Disney movies. <laughs> 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 oh happens, a lot,
1: happens a lot these days. It does. No, well, yeah. this
3: is a coffee podcast. I got something to tell it you. Is. Well, you got, well, yeah. I had Starbucks for the first time. Shut the front door for real for real
4: so we were Earth? on
3: well hold on so we okay. were on a nightmare vacation that um, I won't get into yeah okay it ended up being like a tropical storm basically oh my
4: gosh yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it was like
3: it was okay I'll get into it I'll get into it so we we basically we take the boy uh yeah, up north, and we uh, it's it's my wife's uh family's cabin. Her aunt owns it, whatnot. And uh, the first thing we do is we open the door, and we're loading our stuff in. And she notices there's seriously like 150 200 mosquitoes, like oh, that came wow. that came <laughs> in instantly. And we're like hovering <clears throat> above this light, and so I'm I'm on I'm on like setting up boys uh, pack and play duty. Like that's, you know, my job, I come in and start doing that. And so she's like smacking all these mosquitoes and I don't know, she's doing it. I don't know what's going on at first. And she's like, look at all these mosquitoes. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, (laughs) it was not, it was gnarly. (laughs) And, uh, so, you know, we're supposed to be there for like four days and we get there on Thursday and Friday, it's just raining the whole day, which is fine. But we go, uh, we go visit like this this rocky pier with with waves crashing and uh it was just the weather was gnarly but it was fine um and we're like okay well you know what saturday we'll go out and venture and you know do whatever and and look for gifts for libby's mom's birthday and like you know we'll have we'll, we'll have our vacation we'll start saturday i guess that'll be fine and Friday night she's like uh there's like a crazy severe weather storm where the winds are supposed to get up to like 60 miles an hour and it says it's going to blow down power lines and trees and and so I'm like what (laughs) and so she's like we should probably like pack up and leave in the morning and I'm like oh my gosh so the morning comes and I get up at five in the morning and I start packing stuff up and um we basically, so we don't have to pay for a cleaning fee, we basically clean the whole morning, her and I, uh, clean the whole place. Cause we had only been there a day and a half at this point. And we're like, well, we're not going to pay the $150 cleaning fee. Let's just clean it. So we spent like our whole morning cleaning. And then, uh, Libby's cousin was like, oh, this is crazy. It's going to be like a crazy storm. Do you think like you could help and put all of the lawn furniture and everything in the, in the backyard? <laughs> into the garage she's like yeah i don't see why not so i go out there and i start doing it and it starts freaking raining like crazy and hailing on my face (laughs) and like i'm carrying all this lawn furniture just like cursing this weather the whole time i'm doing it like and they have the whole time like who has this many chairs outside (laughs) why is this a thing and then i'm taking down like all the bird feeders and these like decorations they got and like putting things down so the wind doesn't blow it through the freaking side of the house it's made out of glass dude come on so we basically drive all the way up there five and a half hours mosquitoes everywhere wake up and clean and put away lawn furniture in a storm. And then drive back to Chicago and then unpack everything.
1: <laughs> Sounds like a nice relaxing vacation.
5: <laughs> Dude, that sucks. I apologize.
3: So, anyways, <laughs> in between there,
5: God, on the time.
3: On the time no, no, no. This is <laughs> so on oh, the okay. ti- we're we're going, we're going home. And <sighs> maybe he's like, hey, I need some coffee really bad. So we go to a Starbucks. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get a coffee. I have I've never had Starbucks. So I get it. And, and she's like, you know, this, is, this isn't so bad. And, but she's had it before, whatever. And I know she doesn't love it, but it's like uh, in an emergency kind of situation, she'll drink it. And I couldn't finish mine. I was like, this tastes burnt. And she was like, I knew you would say that.
5: <laughs> I warned and, you.
3: No, I know. And then she tried it. and She's like, I just think it tastes like a strong cup of coffee. I think it's good, but I did not like it, and I did not think it was good, and I'm not just saying that because it's Starbucks. I didn't like it. Yes. We it, tasted, it, sucks. It, it, ta- it tasted like our vacation. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: thought, I, thought you, I thought you were going to say we did all that stuff, and then the the, the rain stopped, the sun came out. <laughs> no. It was still storming on the way home. It's Damn. crazy. It
3: was following us.
1: At least, you didn't, at least you didn't stop at Duncan's It could have been a little worse. See, I like Dunkin' coffee. I a lot of people
3: don't like I, I don't <laughs> like their warm coffee, but their cold brew with a little yes. almond milk
5: is really good. Oh, cold! Their cold brew is so good. No, it's so, so good. Cold brew is so good. So good.
1: I'll hold their cold brew up against almost any cold brew. I liked it when it was Dunkin' Donuts, but now that it's Dunkin's, I just can't. I can't do this what are You show? talking about? It's still donuts, isn't it? <laughs> no, it's Dunkin'. They just call it Dunkin'. They just changed it, it to just Dunkin'. Dunkin'. Yes. <laughs> so what are you,
3: Dunkin'?
5: I don't know. Well, no, see the, now they have now they have wraps. You can right. get a wrap. Yeah. They microwave. You,
1: yeah, you
3: dunkin' They still have donuts.
5: <laughs> do, dude, dude, and their donuts are good. Can I yeah. tell you something? This is what I don't understand. Dunkin' Donuts is an American company, right? They're, sure. they're USA. You drive down the road, you go to Tim Horton's from Canada, and like you've got Dunkin' Donuts. You go there and get a maple cream, right? That may, you know, but, but you go to Tim Horton's and you ask for a maple cream. You know what they tell you? We don't have those, sir. How the heck does a Canadian company not have a freaking maple cream donut? Think about it. They lost Canada. <laughs> Maples, <laughs> Maples.
1: Hortons. Are they changing right.
5: it to H- just Hortons? No, just it's just
1: Tim. Just so like Tim? It's Tim. Like, it's like Duncan losing the donut.
5: But you can you can go to Tim's and get the what are they called the the beaver bits? Oh gosh, I don't like how any of that sounds. Right, I don't it's,
3: like any of it. It sounds like they're making like beaver chicken nuggets or something. <laughs>
5: Instead of Tim bits, they're beaver bits. I'm not for Bieber. it.
3: Like beaver? Like the animal?
5: No, no, Justin the beaver. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs>
3: they're called beaver bits. Are you Bieber. serious like, now? Like, I'm not really?
2: lying, I'm telling
3: you. <laughs> He's almost freaking crying. <laughs> it must, must be that pot snare. <laughs> pot
5: snare? There's a freaking huge billboard in our town. Come to Tim Hortons and get your Bieber bits.
3: Wait a minute. Is he Canadian? (laughs) Are you
5: freaking kidding me? Yes,
3: he's Canadian. What do you mean? Are you kidding me? Like, how am I? Why would I know that? (laughs) It's Justin freaking Bieber. (laughs) Okay. Does he live in Canada?
5: I think so. I think he owns it.
3: (laughs) I was going to say, why do all, like, the famous Canadian people move out of Canada from the United States? Like, Wayne Gretzky lives in Florida now. Like, what's up with that? You're Wayne Gretzky! Why am I yelling in this outro so much? <laughs>
5: oh, God. Where did this outro go? I don't know. We leave? <laughs> Goodbye. We'll see
3: you for the holidays of the tomorrows. What? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. We're getting canceled.
5: Yes, yeah, it's over. We made it to 11. We'll, we
4: like, might
2: not we'll... see you next month
4: <laughs> <laughs> sorry squint Uh hoso komi hoso komi hoso komi hoso and and We got the
2: Think so. <laughs> What's up, Coffee and Hardcore? <laughs> Sorry. Hold on,
4: let me let me
3: do that over. Let me do that over. Hold on, no, no. no, no. we went to cut, some that, weird cut, that, cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that, cut
4: that.
3: <laughs> Coffee and Hardcore podcast season three, episode three. nope damn it. <laughs> <laughs> season three, episode three. June, it's November. Cut God that, cut that, cut that. <laughs> Coffee and I. Oh my God! <laughs> What's up, everybody? This is the Coffee and Hardcore podcast. We're Mick. Just take this over. Or something. Just tell it. What are we?
5: What episode is this? <laughs> Dude, it's, it's episode eleven of season three. Thank you, Coffee yeah. and
3: Hardcore podcast episode three, season eleven. This season... no. Uh, Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Can we stop and like restart for real? <laughs> yeah. Evige, hey, just